is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And you actually get to control the content of the website. So if you find something online that you think is interesting and you want to share it with our listeners and the, the us behind the microphones, you go and submit it to the site over at freetalklive.com. You click the Submit Show Prep link, and then you submit your article or news story or you know blog post or video, whatever. You submit the URL and a little description. And other people will uh, vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the website at freetalklive.com. So do head over there and get interactive. Tonight, lots to talk about. Your calls, of course, uh, if you make them, you can bring up anything. There's more news about the government people raiding peaceful folks. We talked last night about some people that were allegedly raided on a school loan situation. Now, it's not clear as to whether or not there was fraud involved in the school loan or just that they hadn't paid uh, made their payments. But uh, the idea that the police need to be used in a SWAT team style raid in either of those cases is pretty outrageous. Was that without a judge, that one? Mm, I don't recall that uh, particular detail. Okay. However, it was the Department of Education uh, that was behind that particular incident. And just as another example of what the police and SWAT is doing out there, here's a story from naturalnews.com. Wildwood Sellers, a Kansas-based producer and distributor of elderberry juice, is the latest raid target of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Did you know the FDA has cops, too? Wow. They... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I'm amazed by this. The Department of Education has armed cops. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the government, these agencies that you believe are just there to help people are armed to the teeth. Yeah, that's not just a bureaucracy anymore. That's a, that's a full-on police state. Yep. Exactly. And now this isn't, uh, now that while this news is new, it's not new that the feds have cops. The feds have had cops for a long time. They've, as I understand it, gone into health food stores and other places selling products that sure. you know may make a claim on a label, and that's illegal. If raw milk is a big one. That's right. Recently. They went into that store in California yep. where they were selling raw milk in a, one of their refrigerators, and they raided those folks, and that was fairly recent. Yes, it was. Uh, you add to that the fact that they're actually going after raw milk producers at the farm, like Amish folks. And I don't know if they're using police raids on the Amish yet, but there was in that one circumstance. Did they raid the raid? Yeah, the, the, the cops did. I'm, you know, I, it was a federal task force. Yeah. U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently sent U.S. Marshals to the company's winery in Mulvane to confiscate the, quote, unapproved drug, unquote. According to the rogue agency, Wildwood had violated uh, provisions in the U.S. Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, the FFDCA, that restrict health claims for food items warranting the sudden invasion. See, only the politically connected folks can make claims. Only the people that are in the allopathic medicine field, the uh, the pill makers, essentially. Only they are able to make claims. Well, they've they paid have to beg permission to tens to do that. of 
billions of dollars to the federal government yeah, they, to be able right. to uh, do that. Or, or just through the lobbyists themselves. You know, they've definitely greased a lot of pockets. There's that as well. They certainly have preference. And good luck to you if you're somebody who believes in, I don't know what elderberry juice is supposed to do, uh, but it, there are a lot of these products well, out there. Supposedly, um, I, you know, I, I don't... I don't know that much about elderberry juice, but supposedly it's supposed to help if you get a cold or the flu or something like that. Okay. Right. I mean, there are a lot of different natural products with a lot of different potentials. There's a as lot far of people making do. a lot of claims about a lot of products, some of which have gone through the FDA and some of which have not, that are you know, not necessarily so. I think in a world where the uh, you know where it wasn't illegal for people to make fallacious claims that there would probably be more fallacious claims. However, I also think that there would be organizations out there to vet those claims because people Absolutely. want to know sure. what it is they're buying. And there are or- organizations like Consumer Reports. I mean, this is a great organization to find out well, who makes the best product um, in what area. And people people need. I mean, that's that's important, valuable information. People are likely willing to pay for that information, and people who aren't willing to pay for that information ought to get what they pay for, which is nothing. There's plenty of Internet sites, too, that just simply focus on a a various uh, area of the marketplace and sort of providing feedback Mm -hmm. and rating systems for various vendors and products. And you'd see more of that in the absence of the federal government. Uh, You'd see more competition in the area of certification and verification of, uh, of claims. So, for instance... Like a big uh, store, like a Walmart or Target or something like that, they're not going to want to put a product on their shelf if the claims are just so blatantly false. I mean, if they, they preferably they would want to market products that have had some level of scientific testing behind them uh, that that actually do what they say they're going to do. Otherwise, they might be liable to some extent. They might be liable if a product says it's going to do X and it doesn't, and Walmart is the, the company that's selling it. Then there may be some liability there. I'm not sure, you know, how that all yeah, works. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. But at this, you know, at one hand, you 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 would expect that when you go and buy a product, that the store is reputable and has some sort of uh, some market standing and and whatnot that it can back up whatever it sells. But at the same time, you know, the consumer vigilance does have to come into play. It's a weird... Buyer beware is important, for sure. However, the reason why buyers don't have to be aware of everything is because stores like Walmart, for instance, and another... For just another example, it's out of the world of of medicine and such, but into the world of your toaster... Walmart's not going to stock a toaster unless it's UL certified. Right. Okay. Period. Target will not stock, uh, you know, a Black and Decker drill unless it's UL certified. You don't go to the Walmart vendor as, or the Walmart buyers rather, as a vendor, as a potential vendor, and pitch them a product and have it not meet a certain set of specifications. If it doesn't meet their specs as to what they're willing to offer their customers, and obviously somebody's going to say, "Well, Walmart offers a bunch of cheap crap." Well. Maybe they do offer some cheap stuff, but usually that's like the dishes or whatever, and that's not a big deal. But as far as an electrical device, there's a level of a a certain level of standards that these companies want to make sure they adhere to because they don't want your toaster burning down your kitchen because of some cross wires inside or not uh, inappropriate shielding on the wires and stuff like that. I mean, there are these little details. Grounding problems and such. Right, where like a cheap manufacturer is going to cut corners and they're going to leave that stuff out. In the hopes of selling the you know the barest of the bones, cheapest of the cheap uh, product, even Walmart's going to turn their nose up at that, and they're going to say, no, no, you don't have UL certification, you're not on our shelf. Well, UL is an excellent uh, example as to the market responding to a certain 
you know, level of certification. I don't know exactly what connection they have with the government at all, but... I don't know of any. Uh, it's my understanding UL is an entirely private laboratory. Okay. It, it's it's likely they probably have the government hire them for some things as far as certifying. Like, for instance, when I was in jail, I saw that they had a UL certified blast door. So the doors they had up, you know, they were rated for, like, gunfire and right, stuff right. like that. <laughs> uh, so UL does all kinds of crazy uh, certifications. But the point being, you've got UL certifications and stores out there, big chains, will not accept products unless they're certified. And that's because they're protecting you. And they're protecting themselves as well from the liability. They don't want to sell you something that's going to burn your house down. Or just a tarnished name. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So you would see that exact same uh, concept applied to things like medicines in the absence of the FDA. Nonetheless, we have the FDA now, and they use guns to uh, to get their way. So they sent uh, men with guns into this particular manufacturer, Wildwood Cellars, the producer and distributor of elderberry juice. According to a U.S. attorney for Kansas, the FDA sent a warning letter to the company in 2006 to remove or modify certain health claims that it said were in violation of federal law, but the company did not comply. FDA officials claimed that they continued to make unapproved claims and that seizing the product was the next step. Right, right, because that makes so much sense. Well, it's, you know, that's what they do. They, uh, they use violence to get their way. Exactly. However, John Brewer, the co-founder of Wildwood, says that after receiving the initial FDA warning letter, his company hired a consultant familiar with FDA regulations to help his company reword their product descriptions. See, there's certain ways you can get around the uh, health claims. You can have people like give a testimonial, for instance, about you know, what, uh, what happened to them. It's not a claim that it's not, not necessarily going to happen to you, but if the person feels like they've you know, they've received less, uh, that their discomfort has lessened. Uh, there's certain ways you can kind of step around this. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you would like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And don't forget, you can join us at 800-259-9231 on the air. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? Do you need camping gear for this year's Porcupine Freedom Festival? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, 
and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com, they're family-owned and members of the in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. Some prices so low they can't even be mentioned on the radio. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. Uh, 800-259-9231. The story is out of NaturalNews.com where the federal government, the FDA specifically, has sent uh, essentially a SWAT team in, their own agents, to raid a business. Uh, Wildwood Cellars, a Kansas-based producer of elderberry juice. And the reason is because they call it an unapproved drug. And that their claim is that the company juice. had been making health claims about the juice. Now, you know, this, was, this happened previously with cherry juice. And uh, they, they did some studies and there was real science to back this up. And some cherry juice manufacturers mentioned the science in some of their marketing materials. Mm-hmm. And the feds tracked down on them. It's not right. about the science. It's about it's the about permission. Paying the permission fees to the federal yeah. government. So this is this this is like complete overreaction. It, it's like the the federal government. If you went out and filled out some paperwork and you you checked the wrong box and they chopped off your hand. That's that's kind of what I relate this to. The violence that they use because of this yep. claim on this this bottle. Not not to mention the fact that the elder has this juice ever hurt anyone? I mean, are there claims against it as far as is the federal government's looking into this because people have been killed by elderberry juice? <laughs> it doesn't I mean, seem likely, does it? Has it led people, to terrorism? Has it led get, to to crazy people doing crazy stuff, shooting senators and stuff? No, people no? get uh, you know killed by prescription drugs all the time. I mean, this happens. Yeah. this isn't really properly the issue. prescribed prescription medication. Right, it's the truth. People, it happens. So Over a hundred thousand people a year, unless you drowned it isn't going to kill you. If this is about the possibility that somebody might make a false claim that hasn't been uh, you know, paid for with the federal government. That's what the claim is. It doesn't matter yeah. whether the claim's false. It doesn't matter whether somebody dies. It matters whether you've gotten permission with the, from the FDA. So the FDA had sent a warning letter to the company in 2006 telling them they needed to remove the health claims that were violating their regulations. And the owner said that they had hired a company that uh, would consult with them to reword their product descriptions. And he said that after making the appropriate, the appropriate changes and clarifying that the elderberry products in question were supplements instead of uh, you know some sort of cure-all, Brewer said his company had done what it needed to in order to be in compliance. So he was, he was certain he was following the rules. He, he figured he had done what he needed to do. He said, we haven't heard anything from the FDA since, noting that, the following, uh, that following the changes up until the raid, the FDA had ceased communicating with Wildwood. Quote, they've been in our facility multiple times. It's like, come on, guys, we changed our label. We changed everything we thought we were supposed to. And then they show up and do this. Supplement seems to be one of their hot buttons these days, unquote. This tactic, of course, has become all too common in recent years. According to naturalnews.com, a company receives a warning letter from the FDA, makes the appropriate changes, never hears anything further from the FDA, and out of nowhere, they get raided. Wham! Such actions on behalf of the FDA are ultimately unwarranted and illegal, and the offended parties have every right to sue the agency for damages. But does that actually do anything? Right. Yeah, is it going to stop the agents because they don't? They, 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 they don't feel the pain from nope. getting sued. They certainly no. don't. And, and how many times has the FDA lost a suit like that? Right, and that's the other thing is trying to bring suit against the government. It's 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 impossible. Not impossible. It is a it is a Herculean task. Very go. very difficult. 
Toll-free number for you and your thoughts, 800-259-9231. Of course, you can bring up anything. Let's talk to June, listening in Pennsylvania. June, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi, how are you? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, Well, I listened to an interview on NPR yesterday, which involved uh, two women who traveled to India and Afghanistan and Yemen, and their report was on um, young child marriages. And so there were children as young as five up to age 14 who um, were getting married and and having children at very young ages, and... um, and some families were for it, and many families were all that. Well, there's a movement in India right now um, trying to uh, do away with that. However, I do not believe in um, government intervention with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yet some of the stories that uh, they were telling on this interview, you know, sounded very tragic. And and I stayed sympathetic as if they had no control and um, could not... Get, get out of their situations. Um, how, so this movement that's going on in India, to get to the point, um, they tried to talk to the families to get them to um, change their minds as to the decision they're making about their child. Um, but so the family, let's see if I've got this will, clear. You're saying the families are marrying off their children as, as young as age five. That's, uh, that's what the interview stated, And yes. the government people are trying to come in there and somehow prevent this from happening? In, in, in India specifically, yes. Mm-hmm. But if they, do not, um, if they do, not, do not cooperate, then members of the family can be arrested. And you're saying, and leave, you're saying I, it's their business, they're the family, leave them alone? Well, I, well, yeah, exactly. My philosophy here in America is that I do not believe that governments are intervening with private life, your personal, individual life. I agree with you. Well, uh, um, I think that However, you know, how do we if Ooh, we kind of got you. You're kind of in a bad cell. Are you still there? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me? Sort of. Go I, ahead and throw that question out there again. Um Hello. Uh-oh. I think I think it's the failed. question she's trying right. to ask is we'll how... put her on hold. Maybe we can get her in a better cell here in a little bit. Well, I, I think the, what you basically had said earlier was basically what do you do when you want to affect some change in this area without governmental involvement? You know, I'd have to say that this is one of those areas where government is attractive because it can cause it can create a change a little more quickly than sort of people move along. One thing that you need to understand is slavery petered out in the Western world sort of of its own accord uh, without uh, violence or wars in every place in the world except the United States. They fought a war over it. But just about every place else, the, this, this went away. Now, this is a societal change, and it's foundational and fundamental and these things take a little while to sort of occur. What you can do is you can pass a law and you can force people to do things. But remember, laws only get passed when a large enough percentage of the population is interested in that happening anyway. So, you know, well, here, not necessarily. Not in the United States. What but, are you talking about? Well, well Patriot laws, Act. Right. Laws don't necessarily get passed if a portion of the population is interested. I'm not telling you that there's a specific percentage point at which laws get passed. I am saying that laws uh, don't get passed until there's enough of a zeitgeist, enough of a, a movement for that to happen anyway. So if that movement is occurring, the law only really just jumps in front of the parade anyhow. 
so that those kind of things are already happening in society. All right, we'll continue here in a moment at 800-259-9231. You don't want to use a law to force change. It's Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, you can join us on the website and enjoy the features there for free. We've got a webcam. You can watch. You can listen. You can interact. The chat room is built into the same page as the cam. You can go and do all of it for free over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam dot freetalklive.com how does a cruise to bermuda sound how about a cruise to bermuda with stefan molyneux west bertrand of complete liberty and me mark edge this cruise isn't just a convention on the water it's an unconference where the events what you want to make of it there'll certainly be some speeches and a debate but the boat has an ice skating rink rock climbing wall miniature golf golf simulator and a whole bunch more to do the ship leaves Bayonne, new jersey in november but you should reserve your berth now there's still some berths available at cruise.freetalklive.com do it today cruise.freetalklive.com so june unfortunately dropped off the line she had a bad sell normally if there's a connection problem you're welcome to call back typically the rule is only one call per night but if there's a technical difficulty that obviously will bend that rule for you Uh, but june was talking about apparently a situation over in was it india where there india afghanistan it's really it happens in the middle east in several different places that they also talk about this in, in palestine People were being, uh, I guess families are having their kids married off at ages as young as five. And that sure does seem strange That's to me. That's the lowest I've ever heard. I've heard of child brides at like seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually, uh, I looked this up to, actually while we were talking to her just to make sure that I was uh, saying this correctly. But apparently um, there was a, Muhammad had his wife, Aisha perhaps, uh, was nine years old. Mm-hmm. And apparently... He didn't have sex with her for, you know, many, several years after he married her. But, you know, this is some kind of custom. Isn't there more involved in in weddings in some parts of the world where this is taking place where it's, isn't it more like a partnership between the two families or something has to do with business? Often those things, arranged marriages. I I mean, it's, 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 I think it's a lot more complicated than simply a marriage. Like here in the United States, you know, people get married at at some drive-through chapel in Mm -hmm. Las Vegas you know, it's not a big deal, but I think in these countries, it's a, it's a very, you know, huge part of life. And I think if, if June was looking for a way to ch- sort of change the culture and, you know, not using the government or going outside or, you know, outside the box pretty much and, and basically just changing the culture or, or changing, talking to people and, and finding a community of people that agree with you or that, that at least grow up. And and when they become adults and they have kids, then maybe they don't do that, you know, because they have this mindset of, uh, I don't, I think this is unacceptable, and that right. you know we should move on from this paradigm. 
Now, this is an area where it is attractive to use the government to cause a change because, uh, you know, the, when, when, when you can use the government to cause a change, there's a certain uh, sort of groundswell of, uh, of a feeling behind this. You know, if you can get enough people behind it, then it's relatively easy to use the government and then you can make the other people do what you want. But let's look at phenomenas that uh, have done this without the government, because what you have to remember about the government is it's kind of like this uh, husband who might bring home a paycheck and do some good things for you, but then he beats the family. Hmm. It's a dangerous organization, at least government is as, as it's constituted today. I mean, maybe maybe one can constitute government differently in a less uh, violent fashion. I don't know. But take a look at circumcision in the United States. This was something that was never codified in law. People went around, they kind of uh, proselytized for circumcision. They they told some stories about, "Hey, it's going to make it uh, make it so your young boys don't masturbate." And, you know, the, the, it was the, Kellogg and Graham too yeah, that did that. The litany of of claims that they made for circumcision was long and fallacious. Yeah. But just a, for for a period of time there, for a, decades, just about every male child was circumcised. Mm-hmm. It's going away now as they see that it's, you know, Horrible. there's disadvantages uh, to it. And, it's mutilation. It, well, it, it's it's a low level mutilation. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, you've got, but people also pierce their kids' ears too. Uh, that's mutilation, right? I suppose, but normally, do they do that before their kids are actually able to make that decision? Some people, like, yeah, some, yeah, some, some baby some, babies. They, they, uh, they sure. pierce if infants' ears? Yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it is the same Weird. principle of mutilation, right? But I, I think the the earlobe doesn't have as, as much sensation at all as Clearly. The, the genitalia. I would say earlobe is a lower level uh, mutilation than uh, circumcision. I've, yeah. The decision I've made for my son is I'm going to deliver him as best I can on his 18th birthday um, as he came into the world. If he wants to get circumcised, wants to pierce his ears, wants to do those things. If he wants to pierce his ears before that. That's he can, fine. Yeah. It's, it, right, yeah, right. Does it have to be 18? It I doesn't, mean, no. no. But I mean, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the idea that I've, sure. I'm not going to make any physical alterations. If I feel like making physical alterations to him i'll cut his hair the way i want and mm-hmm. i do right you know it makes makes yeah. me happy to, that he has daddy's haircut <laughs> <laughs> and i can see it a lot more often than this whole circumcision thing i don't know right? why people do it and it's like hey mark i bought you a car but uh i made some modifications for you <laughs> <laughs> well the reason why people do it is probably multiple i mean one of the re- big reasons is because it was done to them and yep. uh, and they believe the that that they need it needs to be done to fit in you know well he'll be seeing in the locker room someday and so he needs to be circumcised now i think it's despicable that you would marry off a uh, 5 to 10 year old little girl i, I don't think or it makes a little any, boy. It, it doesn't make any sense I, I think they mostly marry the little girls off to older men like this is a this is a phenomenon where 5 year old girls are getting married to 20 year old men is that right like that 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 uh, as i've seen it on on youtube and you can trust everything you see on youtube <laughs> um the but it's 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 a tough thing to look at. You're talking about people's culture, and there's lots of things right. wrong with lots of cultures. You have to let culture. And this is the the whole idea that you can change culture by force is fallacious because when you try to use force on people, you get consequences that in many cases you can't really predict what they're going to be in some cases you absolutely can and force has a very negative consequences i mean you're taking a negative uh approach force is vi- it's violence destructive and, yeah and if you want to change people and to, and how they behave then they have to come to the conclusions on their own 
forcing a viewpoint onto somebody and saying, you will either do as we say or we will put you in a cage, it may make it so they'll do as you say, at least overtly, but it won't make it so they've changed their mind about what it is they're doing. And until they change their mind about what it is they're doing, then they're going to keep doing it as covertly as they possibly can in whatever way is possible. Or maybe they will just completely out and out just ignore whatever the, you know, the violence is or whatever the threats are and just be willing to face the violence in, in that particular case. But the point is, if you really want to change culture, you have to change hearts and minds. And government doesn't do that. Government doesn't change hearts and minds. It just threatens violence against people and then in some cases actually uses violence against them. And when violence is actually employed, then how is that going to change hearts and minds? Would that not simply galvanize the people against whatever viewpoint the government is attempting to force on them? I mean, how many pot smokers, for instance, have been actually have actually stopped smoking pot because they believed it was wrong because they were arrested and that's why they believed it was wrong? I don't know how often that happens because most people that I've been in jail with couldn't wait wait to get out of jail so they could smoke their first joint. Friends that I know that were pot smokers couldn't wait to get off of probation so they could get high again. So they hadn't been reformed. They hadn't been forced to change. They'd only been forced to stop for a temporary period of time until they could get away with doing what it is that they wanted to do. Now, people often say to themselves, well, how do we get the marketplace involved in something like this? It is very difficult. But take another look at another situation, which is breastfeeding. Um, breastfeeding you know, went out of popularity when formulas became popular. Obviously, formulas have, a, you know, there's a motivation and incentive to advertise them. Breast milk doesn't, there's no motivation or incentive to anybody to advertise or talk about breast milk and why it's good. But take a look at the resurgence of natural breastfeeding in America and around the world, frankly. Uh, there's this, uh, this group, La Leche, which is, uh, you mm-hmm. know, just women that are talking about breastfeeding and, and doing it. And it's for whatever reason, you know, people have managed to do this thing that is not incentivized by the marketplace and they've been, they've made it happen. And this is, this is just people talking about something that they believe in. I believe that young people should not be, you know, children should not be married like this. And as I understand it, uh, actually, somebody did some research, uh, one of my producers here, and I guess it's child on child in India and That's adult on thought. child in um, the sort of the Arab countries. So, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Would love to have your thoughts on this. Should young people? Be getting married at age five. I mean, is there anybody out there out there that supports it? I'd like to hear the pitch. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's free talk live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up what you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 
1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com and you'll get a whole list of things that you can do there to help get Free Talk Live, say, on more radio stations and into more people's ears around the world on the internet. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You get access to everything from free bumper sticker to uh, flyers that you can print out and uh, pass out, put up, etc. Also, uh, business cards, web banners, graphics you can make your own graphics with, and more. All of it over at promote.freetalklive.com. On this evening's Edgington Post, I interview uh, Pasha Roberts. He's from the Silver Circle movie, and they're doing a Federal Reserve note burning party at Porkfest. I talked to him about that and the things that are going on with the production of uh, Silver Circle, his liberty-oriented movie. And you can hear that interview. It will be attached to the podcast of this evening's show. It's uh, right after you know the Free Talk Live main show. Just go on uh, freetalklive.com. You can click right there on the, uh, what, the navigation bar at the top. Uh, it says whatever Thursday night and... Click I don't it. know if you would call that a navigation bar. It's just where the archives are. Okay. Go get tonight's archive. You can listen to it there. All right. So uh, 800-259-9231 is the number here. We're talking about this apparently news out of uh, India, and maybe it's not really news. We're hearing about it uh, here tonight, where apparently they've been marrying young people as young as age five. And I'm just wondering, is anybody out there agree with this can somebody pitch me on this idea i mean maybe you could i'm just trying to think of how this could be good like obviously we all look at this and say this is weird because none of us were raised in a culture that has this but what would somebody who's in the culture say what would somebody who is part of this say to defend this particular behavior well i hear that there's all kinds of uh, defenses to arranged marriage and i suppose one can make the the argument i mean there's lots of people who are in arranged marriages around the world and i guess life's fine for them but it's the idea that you, you know, I for me, I don't like the idea of kids because if you're an adult and somebody tries to arrange marriage uh, for you, you can at the very least you're as big as they are and you can say, no, I'm not going. I pick up my kid and I move him to where I want him to go all right. the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I think the uh, the whole knowledge and understanding and, you know, some people don't want to be in marriage. There's There's a lot of people out here. That that don't want to be married. They don't want to have kids. You know, they don't real they don't realize that until later in their life when they have a better understanding of the world around them mm-hmm. and they they understand the the ideas of family and the ideas of relationships and marriage and all that sort of stuff. When when you're five nine years old, uh, you can't know very much at all. Okay, but what if what if? And I'm just speculating here. What if there are some really like what is the, what if the percentage or the portion of arranged marriages that are happy are larger you know are, are fairly large like what if uh, what if this is working for for folks what if by getting together with somebody at age 5 uh, and building a relationship from that early on in life what if you've got really compatible people as a result because they've always been together kind of doing together. the same things and, and grown together rather than having you know people at age 20 or 30 or 40 who've had these very disparate lives where they've done different things maybe they're uh, you know less likely in that situation to be compatible whereas if they're together at age five uh, maybe it works out better i don't know this is the kind of cultural information that should be able to spread between cultures and people should be able to the best idea should win and people should not be forced, in my opinion, 
uh, to participate in it. But if there's some kind of advantages to it, I can I'm I'm willing to hear the other side. I I just think that my idea around human freedom is so strong that I suspect I won't be swayed. But I just don't think that the government needs to get involved in this particular arena. You can educate people out of this when they get to be adults, when five-year-olds get to be adults, they can leave each other. Sure. As far as I'm concerned, they don't have to stay in that arrangement. If, if two families want to raise their two kids together as husband and wife uh, at from five on up to 18, it's not what I'm going to do, but you know, what, what's it mean to me? And really, that's where it all comes down to. It comes down to, as weird as this might seem, and it is strange from our perspective, as weird as it might seem, if we want freedom in our lives, and those of us on this show do, uh, if we want freedom in our lives, we have to allow others. And this is all about the art of allowing others to be free. And that can, in some cases, be a tough thing to do, especially when you're looking at a case where you've got a five-year-old marrying another five-year-old in this arranged marriage situation, something you completely don't even conceptualize. You can't even understand what the benefits of that might be, if any. Well, I think the benefits, I'm guessing here, I haven't studied this in depth, but I've done a little little bit of cursory research on this, and I think that the benefits are that your family can move up the economic ladder through the caste system, which still has somewhat of a hold in any. India, um, I think that that's probably what the single biggest benefit is, is to get the kids before they have a chance to really say no into mm-hmm. an, a situation and get them married so that we can. I mean, you can see the, uh, the the race against the clock to move your family up the economic ladder, right? I see that. Mm-hmm. I suspect that's what it is. Do you feel that, that there are marriages that are frequently arranged where someone will marry up 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 a step? I mean, the. I don't Does know if they're often? marrying up the case step, but I'm certain that there are stratifications within that that cast. I mean, you know, people in the merchant Gandhi class um, that are, you know, more greater and of greater and lesser wealth that are going through there. But I suspect that, yeah, I bet I bet you there are marriages to some extent between the uh, casts. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. So you have to allow others to be free, and that means allowing others to do things that are weird to you that you don't understand. But as long as there's no force involved, then I don't see what anybody's issue should be with this. Leave them alone. Let them do their thing. Let them have their beliefs. Let them marry who well, they want to marry. This and- is this is a, a, a no. This is an issue that is uh, the kind of thing that will get people really riled up because it has to do with human freedom. This is like the abortion issue. It there's two types of freedoms here. There's the freedom to run your family the way you wish to run your family, mm-hmm. and there's the freedom of the individual to be able to choose what kind of life they want to have for themselves. And those two freedoms in this particular instance are at odds because the kid is being forced into a marriage that they didn't ask for. Before they're even able to make a decision. Well, like but that. Mark, you also force your son to eat his green beans at I night. I sure do. So, uh, you know, where do you draw that particular line? As long as they're not Somebody's forced to say stay, that's in, a bad idea. As long as they're not forced to stay in the marriage when they want to leave the marriage, then I don't see what the big deal yeah, is. Yeah, I, I think there's there's two two points I'd like to make. The the whole fact that if it's two young kids, so to speak, if they're both you know around the same age or or a couple years apart, whatever, um, I don't think you know they're not going to like generally force each other to do much because there there really isn't much they know about or or what what have you um that aside i think also the idea of forcing children uh what about forcing children in 12 years of public school that has you know 
devastating effects on the development of a well, that's person. real force because if they don't go to the public school then men with guns will come and put their parents in a cage and and punish the child but that starts at age five doesn't it i mean out there yeah yeah kindergarten sure so i mean we we've, we've been forcing kids to do something that's unnatural to them since age five uh Pretty uh, prevalently in this yeah. country. Well, I, you know, I, I think the natural state of kids is probably uh, something close to a, a primate. Um, so, I mean, you know, the, the very fact that I, I clean my son's bottom from his diaper is unnatural, I suppose. Putting on the diaper in the first place is unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I have had a chance to watch my son well, in his natural state, no, no, and it, it isn't it, that pretty. That, no, you're, you're, taking that, you're taking that to a conclusion that, no. I, what I mean by unnatural is putting kids into a box yeah, and saying yeah. you have to all recite the same letters. Sure. That's that's not no that isn't well, the way so there's benefits and there's uh, I, I agree that they're doing some things that are sort of unnatural. Moving from a natural state, as far as I'm concerned, is a good thing for humans. I want to move from the natural state. Well, the natural it... state includes bacteria. It does not include antibiotics. <laughs> it does robots. not include clean freaking water. I mean, the natural state stinks. Okay? Yeah, well, maybe maybe because you stink it up. Well, <laughs> define natural. I mean, if uh, if everything is if man is part of nature and what man. Can creates is therefore part of nature wouldn't also the elimination of bacteria be a natural thing as well i mean how do you define what natural is are you talking about just anything that doesn't hasn't been touched by man no no i think i think there's a difference between like uh like analog and digital Mm -hmm. you know analog is natural and digital isn't you know artificial okay it's a facsimile of of the reality that is analog all right Okay. Toll-free numbers 1-800-259-9231. Whatever living in a house is and having clean water, I want that. Okay, well, so if it's natural, you just create fine. your own biosphere. That's all. Right, well, isn't it natural for you to want better things? I mean, isn't that a natural desire? Haven't people overall of nature been improving their living conditions? Isn't hmm. that a natural process? Is it a natural po- process to eliminate the meaning of words to the point that they all are just this muddled mess <laughs> that we just make grunts at each other? 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control here. Hour number two is on the way. What do you want to talk about? Children getting married. Or whatever you want. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program, and you, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And we're going to continue, of course, with your phone calls. But for those just tuning in, we were talking last hour about this uh, arranged marriage situation. Somebody had called in to bring this up. 
and I think it's very interesting. Uh, the, apparently, they're marrying five-year-olds uh, over in India. Well, it's, it's not like it started last week. Right. right. No, it's been going on for a long time. And uh, it's just, I, I don't hear much about this being over here in the United States. So it's it's very unusual. And I was wondering, you know, what do you think about this? Can somebody defend this? Is there a, a real reason for it? Is there some sort of uh, pitch? Didn't that I you give you make? the d- defense of this already? I d- I'm not asking you, Mark. Okay. You were saying it's about <laughs> the caste system and that uh, people are trying to move up in the caste system, and that's that's what they're they're attempting to do. Right. Well, your decision your decision making processes change when you're you know living on the 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 side of a river that everybody's taking a crap in. I mean, when you don't have a home or when the you live in a shack, when your the clothes that you wear are rags. I mean, you know, people make different decisions. If you can marry off a uh, five-year-old daughter and move from that shack into a real house with a you know a real job this is these are realities for people in these other countries let's go to you and your thoughts tim is listening in canton ohio to wcer hello tim Tim? hello mark how you doing good tim well i don't it does i don't have a problem with it it doesn't bother me when you look at india the culture our first civilized nation in the world here it's been around seven or eight thousand years it's a democracy they're not in hock to the uh the rothschild banks like we are up to 14 trillion and what freedoms do you really have sir well someone I... mentioned you what you don't have freedom from being spied on according to the patriot act every email nope. every car rental I don't think anybody claimed that uh, and, uh, we were free. Library books too. Well, what you don't have any freedoms from uh, having to pay for human abortions here in the U.S. over a million, do you? You have to if you're paying your taxes. A lot of that money goes for paying for abortions. I suppose paying it for beats. Illegals. I suppose it, pe- it beats getting an uh, being forced to get an abortion, say as they had to in China at one point. Well, what are our five-year-olds in our schools? Before we start castigating there, other countries, our five-year-olds are being taught that homosexuality is normal, lesbianism is. is normal, it is uh, transvestitism is normal. Look, I don't agree with public schools, but those things are normal. I mean, what are you talking about? Normal to who? To what? Uh, well, if you look at nature, I mean, homosexual behavior oh, exists nature. in nature. Well, if you want to look at nature, actually, when uh, two, when there, any animal, when a male animal goes to attack another animal, the rest of the animals will attack that particular animal. So now we're huh? justifying homosexuality or what? I'm sorry, I don't really understand what you just said. Can yeah, you repeat that, that? Kind of weird. <laughs> well, at IU University, there was a study done by uh, zoologists that if a male uh, type, whatever, a rat or something, attacks another male rat, the other animals, the other rats, will actually attack those rats. Which rats? Case to prove the rat, the homosexual rat. Wait, I thought we were talking about attacking. Are we talking about attacking? Or are we talking well, about you're, sex? You're trying to you're trying to snuff out my conversation here. Well, I, t- I you made a claim, and it's it's kind of hard. You're trying to, to just... skew my conversation here. Well, I, I, I'm really sorry. You made a claim, and we don't think that that claim's true. I think that claim. Uh, that, oh, oh, I see. Right. It just so sounds like you're a bigot uh, to me. I mean, oh, a bigot. Yeah, no, that's what it sounds first like. First of all, I'm not. No, you're not gay. When my kids are all kicking the football out in the yard, they're having a gay time. If you're, if you want to sleep in bed with another man, you have a psychological, 
sexual problem there. Boy, well, I wish Dale was on the show tonight. No, no, no wait a minute, wait a minute. As I it shows it. what cowards Psychologists you guys are. Psychologists did cowards. used to do this, but this is true. Now you're afraid of homosexuals. No, we're, you're we're afraid of homosexuals. What are you talking lesbians? about? Accept homosexuals. We're not afraid of Why them. Why do you? Because you're a coward. You have no, to. No, because I have, be this, out in park I have the strength to say that this is okay. You would be in a radio station. See. Do you want to have a conversation, or do you just want to yammer on? I'm sorry, JJ, what did you no, say? Yammer, no, yammer. No, I'm, I, I, I want to know if, are you attacking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the point that this guy, it, cowards, because we accept the fact that homosexuality is a part it's of sick, everyday life. We're cowards We're, because we don't attack homosexuals? Right, right. Oh, attack. Oh, attack. I, I think, I think. Who's you're, being you're attacked, com- sir? Why are you so angry at homosexuals? What, what about angry? them has upset you? Do you want, I don't want my five-year-old or other people's five-year-olds to be taught that perversion is normal. Two men laying in bed is well, normal. That's they're taught to perverted. pay taxes, aren't they? I mean, isn't, isn't that pay, perversion? taxes. Do you know how much we spent last year on AIDS? I, $20 billion. And you think AIDS is a homosexual you. disease? Because that's really not backed bed. up oh, by yeah, science. it is a homosexual disease. There's a lot of straight people who got AIDS. No, not straight. Normal, sir. All right, whatever, man. screwball perverted homosexual lexicon. Okay, so can we just, whatever terminology Can we rewind for just a moment? Tone down the hate. Tone down the anger for just a moment. There's no hate. You sound very angry to me. Me, sir, just and tone no, it down for one moment here, okay? And I want to go back real quick to your claim that it's unnatural, okay? There's uh, evidence of homosexual activity in other parts of nature beyond the human species. Uh, there's homosexual activity out there, and your response to that was that uh, rats attack one another, and so therefore they attack each other. It didn't make any sense. Do you yes, acknowledge that homosexual activity happens world, outside of the, the human species? In the animal world, where are there homosexual animals? I've there were just, those two penguins that lived together in the zoo in Germany. Penguins. I've just so told you, you there's plenty of evidence of this. There's plenty of evidence of you animals. You just correlated it with rats. What difference does it make? You you well, picked rats. I picked penguins. I told you what happens in the animal world. You picked rats. No, you picked, the, you picked you, one study. Jumbled, it doesn't matter. You a picked rat, one study from the, the IU, whatever, and now you're holding that study up as if it's the Holy Grail. You know, no other animals wear Hawaiian shirts either, and I think that you've got the freedom to wear a Hawaiian shirt. If you want to be a homosexual, I think you've got the freedom to do that. I wouldn't so do anything to you. When you acquire hope, when you acquire AIDS, who has to pay for it? I do, the normal human, why, the man why, that has a wife. Not if, why not if, some, not if a person has enough money, they don't. You oh, have to they wait do, until they're completely impoverished. You're just grandstanding. You know Let me costs. finish my conversation. There's the uh, this guy's okay. gone. You don't have to pay for my AIDS if I still have money. If I become impoverished because I've spent all my money, then yes, that's when the government programs kick in. But I get to choose whether or not I take that program to that those government programs, and I may choose not to. Man, jump in bed. He's You're still just talking. All right, thanks for the call. I, you know, you don't want to have a conversation. You, the only reason why he wasn't talking there is because the board op had turned him down. I didn't realize right. that. he just just continues just talking. And I don't know what's wrong with people like him. I don't know. Maybe he just has fantasies secretly about having a penis in his mouth. But, uh, you know, and he doesn't want to, uh, to it admit is, it. It does tend to be the pol- in the politician and the preacher world, the ones that, uh, the, that holler the loudest do tend to be the ones that get caught. Yeah. That's what I think I about know. that. So I'm not going to make that claim for the guy. But look, my ex, you want a good example? My ex-girlfriend has uh, cats at her house. They're both male and they do homosexual things with one another. It's just, it's just, it, it exists. It's natural because people, they don't choose, many, most of them don't choose to be gay. Go and talk to some gay people. I doubt you've ever done it, 
dude, but try talking to them. I know you don't think they're humans or there's something wrong with them, but if you actually have a conversation with them, they'll tell you that when they were younger, they found themselves attracted to people of the same gender. They were told that it was wrong, many of them, and so they hid, it. They hid that and they felt ashamed about it, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong and it doesn't mean that it's unnatural. And the idea that we're cowards... Because we won't attack gay people, because we won't right. lash out at them, right? I would, I, I you know, because I'm we love so much them? of a coward that I don't even realize that I want to lash out at gay people. That's wow. the level of cowardness that you hear <laughs> in me. I don't even know. I don't even feel any animosity towards them. I'm so cowardly. Well, I, I think this the part of you know, obviously, this guy was totally full of hatred towards whatever, and I think that's something within himself obviously this is this is a problem within him that he needs Absolutely. to correct something within him is making him very angry maybe it's his as uh, social economic situation his living conditions maybe the fact that he has a gay brother or whatever uh, sad or man. his own thoughts but he, this this is clearly a disturbed person one of the saddest uh, most bigoted calls i think we've heard on this program 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line how about try love how about try acceptance there you go understanding and at least ignore people that are doing things you don't like. They're human beings, and they've got feelings just like you do. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231, that's SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there, completely free, so enjoy those on us. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Those website features include our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you are welcome to access it over at m.freetalklive.com. Get quick access to our live streams as well as the podcast. That's m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Coming up, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's happening in less than two weeks. June 20th through the 26th. Actually, that's more like 11 days from now. And it's going to be happening at Rogers Campground, same place as last year. Beautiful location, the White Mountains of New Hampshire in northern New Hampshire. It's absolutely spectacular. Uh, the view is, is awesome. But the people are the real reason to go, to be around hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people who, from what I can tell, tend to not be bigoted. Uh, they tend to be very accepting towards others who may have divergent belief systems. There are Christians who will attend. There are atheists who will attend. There are uh, all kinds of spiritual folks who will attend to People of different belief systems all coming together for an entire week of fun, the 20th through the 26th, and for fellowship and socializing and partying and family fun activities and musical performances and games and all kinds of stuff going on. You can go to Porkfest.com to learn more about the event, to learn what's happening. Uh, JJ's putting together the musical itinerary, as I understand That's it. That's right. Just uh, just talk to Jordan Page today. He'll be there on Saturday. To That's a big deal, right? He's a, uh, his, his name is all yeah. over the Liberty Movement. Yeah, so he'll be there. Josh Noon? Josh Noon will be there, Exciting. definitely. I love Josh Noon. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's playing there on Saturday, so it'll be really good times. 
and a karaoke contest, from what I understand. Uh, what about Varen Swearing and his little uh, they're jazz not, quartet no, thing? The, the, the trio? The, yeah. They're not... No, not this year. Not this year. No. But there's all kinds. There's more bands this year than there was last year. Lots that more. Yes, there is. Yeah. Definitely. There's well, by, a, by, a, by multiple. Yeah, there's 20-some bands. There's going to be a rave party, I think, on Saturday night as well, or Friday night. Unz, I'm not sure which night. Unz. Yeah, unz, the dance party. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go to porkfest.com, get registered there, save 20% on your registration, which by itself is cheap anyway. It's a $30 registration for the entire week. Now, of course, paying for camping is going to cost you extra on top of that, but there's ways you can split campsites with other folks, and, and uh, there are ride shares available, so you don't have to drive up by yourself either. So go to porkfest.com. You can learn more about all that there and get registered. Use our discount code to save 20% on the registration. Our code is free talk live. All run together as one word with no spaces. Free talk live porkfest.com. We will see you there because free talk live is broadcasting live from the event all week long. P O R C F E S T dot com. Let's talk to Justin listening in Indy to W X N T. Hello, Justin. Howdy. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I appreciate you taking my call. I uh, just wanted to talk about the uh, last caller who called in, uh, who was kind of uh, ranting and raving about uh, gay people and AIDS and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, it was, you know, it seems interesting to me that people who call in and now, to be quite honest, in some ways I agree with him, not quite as extreme and in the same way as him. I, for myself, it's a religious thing. It's my belief that it's wrong. Now, I'm not going to go out and try to go through a whole bunch of scientific research and try to explain it and rant and rave and say we should all attack people and go crazy. It's, that's my belief, you know? Well, here's one thing I wonder about the religious aspect of it. And, uh, you know, I was raised in a Christian family. I did uh, the, the whole, I taught Sunday school, did the Bible school thing, went to a Christian school. And there's lots and lots of prohibitions in the Bible. But the modern Christian church makes a huge deal, it seems to me, and I'm not saying that every Christian church, just sort of the, from a conglomeration aspect, make a big deal about this homosexuality thing. Does your wife run around without a covering on her head? <laughs> well, I'm actually not married right now. Would, but, you, uh, would you wear a woman so brazen and bold to run around with makeup <laughs> without a covering on her head like a harlot? Uh, you know, you look at uh, you look at that sort of thing, and there's a there's a difference between Old Testament and New Testament. That's New Testament, my friend. A, That's New Testament. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's um, they they still practice a lot of the Old Testament traditions in the New Testament. Sure. Um, I, I my, myself, I you know, I'm not going to sit here try to. Jesus said to Lord, love the Lord God with I'm all your heart, say, soul, and mind, and he said to love your neighbor as yourself, and that those were the only two commandments. And boofooing your friend doesn't fall in that area. Well, you know, he said those are the most important things, but he didn't say you could dismiss everything else. Okay. There were a lot of... Jesus, were hates, a lot of Jesus hates gay people, you're right. There were a lot of Old Testament commandments that were overridden by Jesus coming. There were a lot of laws, and the, sac- the sacrificial laws specifically, in the Old Testament times, that they had to follow. And things changed because Jesus came, and he sacrificed himself as the ultimate sacrifice. Okay, so, so, so where do you want to take it? I know, I know the, I know so the whole gospel. We're not going to convert anybody today. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that's how I believe, and that's, 
the reason I kind of agree with him in that way. Well, Justin, you're not frothing at the mouth, so I think we can actually have a conversation with you. (laughs) There was one thing that I agreed with the the last guy on, and that is that he shouldn't be forced to pay for things he doesn't want to pay for. He shouldn't be forced to pay for abortions or or hospital visits or whatever the heck it is. I agree with that. I think think the government should butt the heck out, and there shouldn't be any taxes. That way that guy couldn't be upset about that, uh, at least that aspect of it. But So tell me a little more about your uh, religious belief system. You said that uh, being gay is wrong. Is it uh, is it something that you're going to go to hell? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I believe that a person could be saved from anything, but I believe that, yeah, that's what so I if, So if somebody is growing up and they feel, you know, they're in elementary school and they feel attracted to someone of the same gender... And uh, they, you know, they feel like that, you know, they just are not interested in the opposite sex. They're interested only by nature in somebody of the same gender. You're saying that uh, by 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 acting out on those natural impulses, which presumably would have been placed there by God if it's natural, uh, but by acting out on that, that they are going to burn for all eternity. Well, here's the thing: is uh, it's not natural. To act out on that, I mean, you know, people have all yes, kinds it of crazy is because it's mean, natural. I might, I no, no, no. It, it is. That, well, let's no, let's like take it. You. Let's take it as a given, Justin. Let's back up for just one second. Let's assume that the Bible came, in fact, from the Greek folks who used to to do little boys, right? I mean, this is this is a fact about Greek culture. It's undeniable. Let's say that the Bible rose from that, not from Judaism, and that in fact you have your natural urges for women. But the Bible said that that was that was uh, un, an act unbecoming of a good person until they were in sort of the the Marian age, and and then once they got old enough, then they could go back to little boys again. Um, you know, this is how their culture worked. Would you be an evil person at that point for choosing to go towards your natural instincts well let me let me explain quickly what what i reason i said that it's not natural is it's a spiritual thing it's it's a demonic spirit that oh, takes God. over whether now, now I know this I'm is the you. 21st century man you sound like a lunatic now you do <laughs> this is the problem i have with jesus god came in flesh and instead of telling people to wash their hands after after they go poo-poo and they're telling them about bacteria and viruses which were which are a fact he drove demons and put them in pigs this is the reason that i find this religion to be so abhorrent but it causes normal sane people to assume that there's flittering bad guys running around in the invisible world you've had demons inside you since you were born son Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. God love him. This is just how... I believed this at one point. You thought it was natural, but it's just a demon inside I never believed it. 1-800-259-9231. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. 
I'm still amused by the whole demons comment. We'll get back in. We'll get back into <laughs> it makes that here me in a so moment. So angry, and I'm well, sorry. Sh- hold I'm... on. We'll get back into it here in a moment. Eight hundred to treat people with respect. Yeah. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can, of course, bring up anything you want. Also, you can join us on our website where we've got a lot of features there. The bulletin board system is one of them. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. If it's free, of course, like the rest of our site, bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model. Year. The LC9 is one of the one of the new ones. It's a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three dot sight system. Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The LC9, it's the next handgun you must own. Made in America, made for you. Ruger.com. Demons. Demons. Okay, okay. Let me just say this before you guys go crazy. Uh, if if anybody comes to me and talks about Flying things in the sky, whether it be angels mm-hmm. or demons, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to think you're crazy, okay? Do you think that they're crazy if they just believe in God? Like their explanation for the creation of the world, there that there are some things that are unexplained, that in the cracks, they fill those cracks if, of if, science if with If they God. restrict their crazy to just God, that's acceptable. Yeah. That, that what, what I'm hearing instead is, I don't know. And I'm just using this as a placeholder for that answer. I am in awe of the universe, and I choose to call that awe God. Um, I believe, you know, I, I like that. I like it. Well, well, for being a, a benevolent and nice guy, he yeah. sure makes people kill a lot of other people I don't believe a lot that, of the time. I, don't be, I believe God created humans with real free will. Sure. And so, therefore, they I'm talking about, to kill people. I'm talking about some scripture that, oh, that riles yeah. someone up and says, well, I have to hate gay people, as an example. Or the uh, the Moors, or you know whoever it is that that we're fighting, you know whatever the. I think the scriptures are written uh, interpretations of God as those people who wrote them understood him. The revelations that they received about God, I've certainly had moments where I felt like things were revealed to me. Well, didn't I I wrote those things down? Okay, no, no, no. Let's back up a second. You you said scriptures written by 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 people who were talking about God. Now, why did they give the crazy people the pens? I'm sure there were some sane people that could have put some more thoughtful writing styles. Something. I don't know that these people were in all crazy. There's certainly some. Some of them were. I think Elisha lived in the woods and had ravens. Okay, sure, sure. What I'm talking is more like the John the Baptist. The whole uh, the bipolar thing of where I'm going to contradict myself 72 times in this one passage. And uh, I'm going to tell you to do this, and then I'm going to tell you it's not okay to do that. I mean, just stuff like that. That's crazy. But the the Bible was written by a, a several, many, many different people. Um, and they say 67, but I think that it was even larger than that. Um, over time, you got to look at uh, you know these these laws that came through Leviticus and Deuteronomy. These things were passed down and worked on by high priests and kings and and uh, judges throughout the years. So um, you know, there's there's hundreds, if not thousands, of people that were in fact had influence on. The, uh, the the written scripture, but the idea that we would use what at at earliest is a two thousand year old book to interpret the world to me is absolute insanity. I, I mean, uh, to me, I a, agree. A, 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 an entity, a, a loving, all knowing, all powerful, all present entity that that's what me, a demon would say, though, Mark. Right, right <laughs> that gives me the only information, <laughs> the only information that I have about the spiritual world in which uh, you know rests my eternal salvation is this old book that I find to be full of flaws and contradictions. How do they know the demons didn't write the book? Yeah, ooh. Uh, it's 
written by God. Ah. My mama told me it was written by God. What if she was a demon? Right? Oh. She was filled with demons. She was possessed demons with you at one point. <laughs> this is the thing. I mean, 400 years ago, they burned witches. I mean, are there people? That, in fact, the fact is, if you believe in demons today, you were willing to burn witches mm. 400 years ago. Probably You're true. just that nuts as far as I'm concerned. So, okay, let, go, let me go back real quick here before we go, continue with your calls, just to focus on one other thing that uh, Justin had said there listening in Indy. I had made the uh, assertion that homosexuality is natural because all the gay people I've ever known have told me they've been gay from day one, that they've always been attracted to people of the same sex. It was not some sort of conscious decision they made. Oh, I'd really like to be ostracized by most of society, and so I'm going yeah. to start loving uh, I men. also want to make sure that I only have just a few people to choose from, you know, 5% of the population as opposed for to potential 50% mate. of the population yeah. for a potential mate. Yeah, I want yeah. to cut my numbers down like that. Right. So, uh, so it's a completely natural thing to me. And his explanation for that was, well, it's demons. So, you know, they have been possessed by a demon, and that's... That's why it feels natural to them, because they're actually there's a demon inside them. So if the Christian belief system is that one has a soul and it is either to be saved or not, and you are to, you know, find Jesus and, you know, do whatever it is the church says you're supposed to do, whatever doctrine they believe, in order so you can avoid some sort of fiery pit of hell and torture for all eternity, and that you can go off to this heavenly place. If that's true, that that, that, that is their belief system, then that's not very fair, is it? The idea that somebody would be born with a demon in them, or like they're born well, in the original demon, sin, that then whole a, idea. Then a demon comes into them, and if the if it, the demon is in you and it feels natural to be gay, then how in the world are they supposed to have a chance at getting saved? How in the world right. are they supposed to have a, a a chance in hell of actually avoiding this eternity in fire? I assume that for some gay people, the idea of straight sex is just as disgusting as gay sex seems to me so can you imagine a religion that we were raised in that in fact said that straight sex is that what is reprehensible and that gay sex was the only kind i i i would i would not want to live in that world what am i supposed to do with that religion right so it doesn't matter that the gay people are you know the ones that i've known i'm sure there are, are gay people that do bad things out there but the ones that i've known have been very nice folks and they've been very caring and they've been uh, people who are concerned about the community and they you know in many cases adopt children if they can and they try to make the world around them a better place uh, all of these things don't matter they've got a demon inside them and so therefore they're going to hell so what the soul of that individual is just pretty much damned to hell from the very beginning. They didn't even really have a chance uh, unless but they... all of our souls, according to this, this, this messed up uh, sort of guilt-ridden religion, all of our souls are, are delivered to hell. There is no sin that's going to deliver you to hell except for not believing this stupid old 2,000-year-old mm. book. You, anything else is forgiven. God will, will take you into his loving arms mm -hmm. for all eternity, and you can sing choir practice with the angels for the rest of your life instead of burning in hell in the worst kind of torture for eternity as long as you're willing to believe that God sent himself who was his son down so that he could kill himself which was him on the cross and then come back three days later as zombie him and take back the rest of the world all to heaven within his lifetime he said it he said it within the lifetime of people that were alive right then and it didn't happen but it's okay because it's true. God said it. Hallelujah. Let's talk to Matt, uh, Mar calling from Indianapolis, listening to WXNT. Hello, Mar. Mar? 
a strange oh. name. Maybe I got the wrong name. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Matt. Matt. Not Mar. Matt. Matt, what's on your yeah. mind tonight? Yeah, I'm just, you know, re- giving a little rebuttal to the last guy from any that called. I belong to a Lutheran church. We're all-inclusive. Uh, we don't care if you're gay or not. Everyone's welcome. As far as we can tell, Christ welcomed everybody. Yeah. Um, I think when you read the Bible as a rule, you know, it really is what is meant. I mean, God, God didn't want you to be promiscuous as a heterosexual or a gay person. He wanted you to be in a committed relationship. Wow, you're you know? a completely reasonable individual. Thank you for that. Well, that's I mean, that's, that's what he wanted. I mean, you know. Oh, he, wait a minute. Are you sure you're not a demon? <laughs> you're no, a demon. you know, I'm, I'm 100% sure. But what we have here is, is most of these people have never taken the time to really study the Bible, mm. study how the Bible was written, what was going on when it was written, who wrote it. Um, you know, they, they, they hear half the sermon in church. They hear tidbits on the History Channel. Mm. They formulate an opinion based on their own biases. And they don't take time to really understand what God is saying. I think you coined it best when you said, Jesus said, love God with all your heart, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Bam, there you go. Yeah, simple. I can live with that religion. I think that one's awesome. I wish that people followed it. Hey, Matt, thanks for the call and the thoughts. You uh, really brought a refreshing... (laughs) Christian perspective to this. Yeah, yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Nice to know there are people out there like him. Free talk live. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. If you dial in toll-free, the number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website again. Uh, And if you want to help us out a little bit, the website free. You can send us a few bucks to cover the costs because, you know, it's free for you, but it still costs us money to run it. Uh, so if you want to help us out with that, there are ways for you to do it. One of them is to become a Free Talk Live amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. You can join up for as little as $3 a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board with the program and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom and demons. New demons. Demons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go to amp.freetalklive.com and you can help us out with that. And you get perks, too, by the way. You get access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, the AMP-only podcast. Go get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on our secure site over at amp.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your call, Zachary is in Mississippi. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Zachary. Zachary in Mississippi. Hello? Hello? I hear somebody going once. Zach, going twice? There's an open line there. Who's on the line right now? Just say hello if you're on hold. Okay. Well, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Maybe he fell asleep. Or maybe Could happen. Or, demons you know. got him. Yeah, demon got him. That's how they get you. 
one eight hundred. Leave that open phone line, and they can slip mm-hmm. right into your brain through your ears. <laughs> That's right. That's what my mama told me. The the, the, <laughs> the demons work for AT and T. Didn't yeah? Didn't it used to be that if you didn't co- cover your mouth when you coughed, that uh, the demons would like fly into somebody else's? You got to paint your door certain colors and hang little things. It, it don't matter because we've all had our our souls stolen by that picture machine, <laughs> <laughs> and they're taking them photographs. <laughs> we ain't got nothing left to lose. That's another one that they believe. The That's Puritans right. believe the demons lived in the forest. Uh, there's, you know, cultures believe that demons are the uh, the explanation for all kinds of things they don't understand. understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the understanding: humans are capable of terrible, terrible atrocities. That's They're not right. demons. It's just people, primates. Yep. Living and breathing here on the planet and willing to do other things to other primates because they have not come to grips with reality in their souls of what the, the cause of their actions are. Why? Because they're willing to blame their actions on demons, for one. Yeah, they don't understand that uh, by hurting other people, they're actually just hurting their, themselves because we're all connected. At some some level, some sort of molecular quantum I, I think level. There's 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 a point. It's the uh, the point I'd like to make is the the evolved mind finds a path to peace because it's through peace that you will have all your productive growth. Anytime you have enlightenment or growth or or any sort of um, improvement, it comes from a positive angle. Okay, it comes from peace. You can't have growth. In the midst of destruction, of course not, or or anything to that effect. Right, you, there's no stability. Right, exactly. So the evolved mind knows I want to make myself better. My entire goal of existence is to improve myself, <laughs> or to to be smarter, to be faster, to be stronger, whatever it is. The the evolved mind finds the path to peace because it knows that the productive measures will be more effective right there than in the destructive anger and chaos that that it could. Pursue. That is an excellent message. Let's continue with your calls. Bill, listening in Indy to WXNT. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, JJ, and Mark. Hey, yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, I've, I've been listening to you guys here for about 15, 20 minutes, and yes, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say you guys are destroying the Bible. You, I know you, you evidently don't believe none of it, or what? I believe some of it, but uh, I mean, well, I, I you, think that... pick, you pick out what you want, huh? Well, I think that the, the, the whole Bible is the whole holy book, and I was taught that it yeah. is the true, unerring word of God, every dot and every tittle. Therefore, parts of it are the word of God, as well as the whole is the word of God, right? Uh, the part you want to pick out. Well, that that's the part. No, that's I'm what just everybody does. That's just what the people that say no, that I'm homosexuality not. is bad do. That's yeah. what everybody I, does. Yeah. Uh, Homosexuals are not God. Died, Jesus died for homosexuals. He didn't. He, he nowhere said he hated homosexuals. He said he hated homosexuality. Okay. That, and and what about drunkards? People get drunk. Yeah, people that, do. The Bible condemns that, don't it? I th- I think it does in places, uh, but I mean Jesus also served people wine. Didn't he turn water and, into wine? And isn't drunk uh, drunkenness is kind of this? About him, did it say anything about the people being drunk? I, they they did what they weren't, but I think the drunkenness. The hell happens when you drink wine, dude. What, what mean? What is drunkenness? No. I mean, is drunkenness a, a small state well, of, uh, of of mind alteration, it, it, or is it a it, large yeah. state of mind alteration? It, it's, it's being under the influence. You know what it is. No, I don't. I really don't. No, well, you don't. You don't think being under the influence of something? What are you supposed to be under the influence of? The Holy Spirit. I well, wait a minute. How much is under the influence? Hold on. If you drink one beer and you feel a little tipsy, does that make it so you're drunk? Are you under the influence if you've had any alcohol? 
well, that's that's a good reason not to drink it then. There you go. So don't do drink you, alcohol. So you go to hell. You're yeah, a teetotaler no, then. You don't no, drink you're, any you're, alcohol. You're, you're missing the point. That's not what I said. I just want a point, right. point of clarification. You do not you're, drink you're alcohol, sir. My word. You, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm, I'm asking not trying you. to. I'm, I'm trying asking. to understand. I'm asking well, you, listen, do listen. you drink alcohol? No. Okay. But, but when I become a Christian, I quit drinking alcohol. All right. Well, that's I quit, good. I also quit smoking. Do Christians who drink alcohol go to hell? A drunkard will. Define drunkard, please. Right, nobody will. That, that's a person that's, that's addicted to alcohol. God now, decides what a drunkard is, Ian. If I'm having one people, drink per night, is that an addiction? Well, one drink a night. Yeah. No, that's not an addiction, I don't think. But hmm. what is, if there something you, is there something you have to have? Is it a good example for your kids? You got kids? I don't know if you do or not. I do. Okay. You want to you wanna set a good example for them, don't you? Yep. Okay. Okay. So... I don't uh, think alcohol. I drink alcohol, and I don't have a problem with uh, <laughs> drinking alcohol in front of my son. How about pot yeah. smoking? Yeah, well, that's, how about pot? That's a, a mind altering thing too, so you know that. So is is uh, is but, any pot um, smoking is that acceptable? Really? God didn't. God did no, not address no, pot smoking. No, I don't smoking. think so. I don't think so. No. No, that's because he says so. He like, doesn't have any biblical basis for us, and you're not allowed yes, to take do. a piece of scripture out of context because you have to take no. the whole whole word at well, once. Can I no. can I eat pot? Can I eat? And, it? Have you read, uh, I mean, read like First uh, Corinthians chapter 6. I'm right? not going to read that no, crap. No, no, it's no, intolerable know, to me. I'm asking you. I'm asking you, Bill. Can I eat yeah. some pot? If, you, if it's smoking, it's bad. Can I eat it instead? Well, if, if that won't alter your mind, I don't think. Oh, you yeah, don't know. Yes, yeah. it absolutely will. Yeah, sure it's will. A, it'll completely oh, it alter your consciousness. Okay, well, I don't, uh, that, why that, would you, why God would God bad plants? Excuse There's me. There's bad plants. Why? Yeah. Why would God put something on the earth for the purpose of altering one's consciousness? Well, temptation. What, I never, I never heard of marijuana. If you eat it, that it would. No, you uh, just don't know. Your it is true, sir. I'm, tell, I'm telling you that that's the case. You can you okay. can take that to God and cash it in the Holy <laughs> yeah. Spirit's bank. Now, if you eat pot, you'll get this do, weird kind of stoned. Just point of you, clarification: Do animals go to heaven or hell? Uh, the Bible's not really clear. I'm just asking, what do it's you believe? It's not really clear on eating pot, either. What do you believe? Well, I think God has a place for them. It, 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 I mean, the universe out there, there's no end to it. So he has plenty of room for them, don't he? That's an interesting answer. So, but do you what think about their the dude- souls will be beneath ours in sort of the ranking in heaven? Do you think that my goldfish, because I miss Lucky. Lucky had one <laughs> eye. Um, well, <laughs> That's not too lucky. That's you know that... You know, in the Bible, though, goldfish and, uh, and uh, dogs and cats are, is never put on this level with human beings. Human beings have a thought pattern. We we can make choices like that homosexual. Whoa, 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 whoa. Make, wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. My, my, cat, my cat makes choices. My dog he, made he choices. They can make a choice, right? Huh? They can make choices. They People absolutely make can make choices. And so point choices? the point I would like to make here, sir, is that in uh-huh. nature, animals will inebriate themselves. They will come. They will eat rotting fruit. Deer will eat uh, marijuana buds off of a marijuana plant. Yeah. Animals will take uh, uh, chemicals in, you well, know, in the woods for the purpose... They instinct. Oh, it's all instinct to you, isn't it? What, don't it, you think so? No, it's a choice. They like it, so they do it. What do you think cats like catnip for? They like it because they get high off of it. If you don't talk to your cat about catnip, who will? Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. They catnip are choosing. Is the devil. 
they are choosing. You know, this is the kind of backward uh, <laughs> thinking. I read a book recently. It said that, uh, in fact, that the Christian religion back in the, the 14th and 13th centuries believed that cats were in league with the devil, so they went around killing cats. <laughs> Remember, these weren't house pets at the time. They were mostly just, uh, you know, just out, outdoor animals. Right. Rodent killers. Rodent killers. And as a result, they killed the cats. The rats uh, propagated. The, the rats' fleas had uh, black plague. Christianity wiped out one-third of the Western world. Yeah. Christians will never accept that. Yeah, and, you know, if the Bible would just stay as like an Aesop's fable sort of thing where it has a moral to the end of the story, but it's just this bedtime thing, well, you're going to learn something, son, but, you know, it's just a story. 1-800-259-9231. I'm hoping I come across a nice pop brownie when I'm at Porkfest. <laughs> 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI Joel Freeline. <laughs> Demon-filled pop brownie. <laughs> Hour three's next. You take a troll. It's Free Talk Live. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Demons. And Mark. (laughs) (laughs) This is JJ. Yeah, yeah, for those of you just tuning in, uh, somebody brought up, I think, homosexuality and just in the middle of a conversation about something completely different uh we were talking about underage marriages and then that completely steered things in a totally different direction leading to the idea that them gay folks they got demons inside (laughs) them uh and then talking about the idea of demons and how absurd it is and uh we're all over the damn place and that's what happens on this show and it sure is fun so uh, you're welcome to dial in at 800-259-9231 as we continue with you and your thoughts Let's go to, I believe we have Zachary. I think he's actually there this time. Zachary in Mississippi. We'll try him again. Are you with Can you all hear me? Hello, sir. You're on the air. Can you hear me? You are on the air, and yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Well, that's great. I'm really glad the way that y'all brought everything up because, just hang on a second. Um, It's got nothing but time. Like what, what, what you're hearing tonight seems like a microcosm of what's kind of wrong with America anyway. Everybody's worried about demons and Bibles and children getting married when they're five years old from a culture that is like thousands of years old instead of worrying about the police goons taking over your rights, right? Am I wrong mm-hmm. or am I right here? You're right. There is, there's definite distractions to the actual issues at hand. And a lot of this, uh, this, this Bible thumping is, is, uh, is, in my estimation, my personal thoughts, is cowardice. Because it, it, takes, it takes someone to realize, well, maybe this isn't right. And maybe I'm going against what my family taught me when I was growing up. Maybe I'm going against my grandparents and their wishes because they believe this. And, and I don't want to take a stand and say, well, this doesn't make sense. And, and you know, those, those people who do, they often find themselves getting kicked out of families. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this guy I really appreciate in. you saying that because I'm from Mississippi, dude. <laughs> the most the most Republican right wing state ever, you know? And it's kinda of funny that I hear these people from all over the world saying that that um 
And, you know, the reason why they're homosexuals is because of demons. I thought they got rid of that thousands. Wasn't that the, when you were a barber a couple of hundred years ago, wasn't that the reason why everything was wrong with you? Like, if you have a headache, isn't it because of demons? Yeah, yeah. it's always demons. Yeah. we got to drill a hole in there let them out. Right. <laughs> or let's put some leeches on your eyeball, and that might fix it. Uh, well, you know, at least leeches, they were trying to figure out some <laughs> other way of handling the problem. It, yeah. They're right. using the scientific method. Well, that didn't work. Let's try leeches. Zachary, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Daryl, listening in Texas. Daryl, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, uh, one thing. Yes, most of the people that are calling you, you know, claiming to be Christian and saying, well, it's in the Bible. Well, it's also in the Bible not to... Mixed fabrics in yep. clothing. That much is true. So is that right? do, do these people go out and protest and picket 50-50 polyester <laughs> cotton blend shirts? This is a new one. I hadn't heard this wow. one yet. I've heard this. Uh, there's uh, prohibitions against putting certain crops next to one another. Yep. Hmm. You know, all from Leviticus. Yep, the good old Leviticus. There's the prohibition against tattooing. Yep, tattooing, rounding your beard. So next time you're in a conversation, I have no idea what it means. So next time you're in a conversation no with one of these biblical literist types, you could just ask them to show show you their uh, their tags on their T-shirt just to check them. <laughs> yeah, make, make sure it's you know 100 percent of whatever you know. <laughs> but can't be Jesus 50, came. 50, can't be 80, 20. <laughs> Jesus came to free us from that portion of the law, not the portion of the law about the homosexuals, but the portion <laughs> of the law where you mix fabrics and you could eat whatever you want. Pigs are okay now. Well, yeah, the. What I find odd, most of the people that are you know legalistic on certain things forget one of the teachings of Jesus. Remove the plank from your own eye before you try to remove the speck from somebody else's. That no much doubt. is true. Absolutely, and thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. Well said. And that's one of those things that the Christian, many Christians just... They completely ignore that when they find all kinds of things wrong with other people. This was the thing that I was trying to point out when I was pointing out that so many things in the Bible, there's all kinds of sins in the Bible. But people have fixated on the homosexuals. They got an agenda. They're trying to convert our young people to homosexual. I don't know about you, but there's nothing anyone could have done that would have made me homosexual when I was young. I, I you know, I, I, no, it just wouldn't have happened. Well, it's it's this attitude that these people are so righteous. There's they they believe that everything that they do, their conviction is so solid, and that this book has guided them to the ultimate answers to all the questions of of what we are and who we are. And and it's just it's you can be righteous, okay, if you're right. But if you're believing this this book of fantasy, you're as far from right as left can be. And and there's there's no sense in, in even talking to you at any point. Toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Well, we'll do it on the air for yeah. three hours a night. <laughs> uh, but in real life, you're right. I agree with you. It's pretty much a fruitless uh, conversation. But here, it's pretty entertaining. Let's continue with your calls and your thoughts. 800-259-9231. It doesn't have to be on this particular subject. Rob, listening in Indy to WXNT, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Rob. Am I on the air? You are, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Oh, I thought you guys think that pulled me by accident. No, sir. I, I love the... the listening to the talkers on the radio here, and to me, religion and uh, politics do mix. I'm a Christian, and I also want to run for president, and uh, my message would be very, very simple. By importing, you export jobs, and what I would do to fire up manufacturing again here in America is I would create jobs for people that are retired on Social Security, like 
making things we don't make anymore, like TVs and stereo. You would hold on, hold on now. How would you do that as the president? You, you just think he can wave a magic wand and poof, open here's a new, TV factory. Right, here's a new Sony TV factory right here in the United States. How are you going to do that? Well, the option is the magic wand will be waved by the other countries, and we'll be in economic collapse with people walking up and down our streets looting. <laughs> that didn't answer I think, my question. I think that probably as the uh, the next uh, president, you probably need to worry about people uh, not exporting jobs, but ex- people. I mean, people being wanting to leave the country, go to other countries to get jobs, because this one has pretty much been drained by government programs and politicians that believe that they can, uh, you know, handle the economic situation. They'll create a new program. Nothing. Nothing more uh, eternal than a government program, you know? Well, I got it. You'd put a tariff on all imports, right? Because you, you started out by talking about imports and exporting jobs. So you'd probably, what, tariff the inputs, uh, imports to the point where they would not be feasible to be bought, and then it would force the jobs to be created so that people could buy those goods. Well, I don't think I would do that, but I think I would definitely encourage manufacturing to fire back up because the how would you is, encourage, how do you encourage that? manufacturing? This uh, is, I mean, everybody eight. wants manufacturing in the United States. There's nobody who says we don't want manufacturing in the United States. What they want to do, however, is that they want to put all these restrictions on manufacturing. Tell me how you would do it. Well, here's how I would do it. Uh, the younger people wouldn't take the jobs, and obviously, Why? there's ex- well. I'll get to that. (laughs) You probably wouldn't take it yourself because of what I'm about to say. Uh, What I would do is I would offer to retired people, um, and the jobs would only be available for retired people and only offering a real small wage, maybe 2 or $3 an hour. But keep in mind one thing. These people are already drawing Social Security. They're on welfare. They're on this. They're on that. Uh, and I think they would line up to take it. If I was retired and 70 years old, I would, I would line okay, up. Okay, so I just want to underst- just want to try to follow you here, make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. You're saying that you, if you were elected president, would create jobs for retired people only working in industries that had been run out of this country due to whatever reasons, usually it's, uh, it's regulation and controls and, and such that runs these things out of the, uh, the country. You would create jobs only for retired people. How would you do that? Would you wave a magic wand? Would you take your own personal money and open up manufacturing companies? Would you take taxpayer dollars? Would these be state-run manufacturers? How, how does that work exactly? Well, we would have to find people that are willing to invest in uh, getting these buildings that are shut down, turned back into automotive plants to make engines, uh, to make uh, stereos, to make TVs, to make computers, stuff that we really don't make too much anymore. And... Like I said, the younger people are not going to take those jobs, and the minimum wage law is way more than 2 or $3 an hour. Would you abolish the minimum wage? It would be hard. <laughs> That's what you'd have to do. To no, do no, what no. You're I'm not about. asking you whether it'd be hard. I'm asking you whether you would, whether you would support that. I don't think so because people... Well, why not? Okay, that was the one thing... Just for sectogenarians, right? That was the one thing you were on to without realizing it. I'll come back. We'll talk a little... You're welcome to stick with us here. We'll continue this discussion here because what you're talking about, uh, top-down control is impossible. Uh, We'll explain that. Centralization doesn't work. But ending the minimum wage could actually help bring jobs back to this country. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck. 
at crossbreedholsters.com. Again, that's crossbreedholsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online, freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there. We give them to you free. Archives, if you've missed a moment, they're right there at the top of the page. Click download. They're yours totally free. And if you click into the archive section, you can go all the way back to late 2006, all of it on the house. All of it there at freetalklive.com. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know that a new currency at some point will take over. Wouldn't you like to be on the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be increasing with time. You can find out more by going to weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Bitcoins are going up, it seems like, every day. Compared to your dollars, they're going up, and your dollars are going down. Weusecoins.org. Oh, they went down, Mark. They went down uh, from 29 to 28.67. 33-cent mm. drop. Of course, it's up from, like, 70 cents a few months ago. Yeah. So, big change. Over time. All right, 800-259-9231 as we continue with your phone calls about what you want. Let's go to Daryl listening in Texas. Actually, did we hold on to somebody? I spaced out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I don't recall. Is I that... don't know. Whoever Hello? we have. Hello. Should take notes. Who uh, is this? It's Bob in Indianapolis. Bob, what's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, Oh, you were the guy with the 2 to $3 an hour thing. That's right. Thank you yeah, very much. I get well, all distracted here during this break. We're still I talking about this everything... demon thing. I realize everything that I would propose would face a challenge, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, perhaps- well, because it's not realistic. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't take in uh, economics into reality. It doesn't take in the fact that somebody who's retired isn't going to likely want to work for two to three dollars uh, <laughs> yeah. per hour. That's, I think that's the biggest point right there. But the one thing you're on to, Bob, is that. Uh, is that uh, the minimum wage is something that has driven jobs out of the country. And this is something that politicians put into effect because, well, it gets them votes. Uh, It doesn't actually do anything positive for the economy because as the minimum wage is driven up over time with new laws, new adjustments to the minimum wage, it actually drives people out of work. It actually takes people on the lower end of the uh, the skill status. Uh, It actually takes them and puts them out of jobs. It also... Affects, uh, it also affects black people and other minorities and young people uh, disproportionately as well. They tend to lose their jobs whenever the minimum wage goes up as well. And a lot of those jobs will end up going out of the country because, well, they can pay people less uh, to make products in, in other countries. And so eliminating the minimum wage would actually go a long way to ensuring that jobs stay in America and maybe even bringing some back. Another way to actually get jobs to come back to America would be to eliminate government regulations uh, and allow the market place to provide competitive uh, third-party certification and sort of market-based regulation rather than this one-size-fits-all government system that is forced down upon companies. It's another reason why a lot of companies leave is because they've just been regulated out of business. They can go somewhere else where they don't have to face 
face all of these costly regulations because each regulation has certain costs attached to it and they have to pass those costs on to the consumers and so they want to go to the places where they can get the labor cheap and they can uh, they can avoid all of these regulatory structures but as a as a president you can't do what you're what you're talking about doing because central control fails you don't have the ability to respond to market demand you don't know you know you and your panel of experts doesn't know what is demanded in the marketplace because you're not actually responsive you're not actually receiving the market signals about what the uh, the you know the market is looking for as far as products and what kind of TVs and what kind of uh, services that uh, the market is is wanting does it make any sense to you Oh, one thing that I've learned tonight is I wouldn't have to hire any advisors. I just call talk radio because you guys seem to know quite a bit more about this than me. Uh, I want to say lastly, uh, I've heard a lot of religion talk on this radio. Uh, the Holy Ghost came inside me like a body my perfect size, like me floating into you or you floating into me. And if I wanted to go get a beer tonight, I could do it. And if God didn't save homosexuals, I wouldn't have the Holy Ghost in me right now. But I am interested in running in president and... Thank you for having my call. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Good luck with your campaign. 1-800-259-9231. What this country needs is a Holy Ghost drunk gay guy running for office. That's (laughs) what we need. Holy Ghost filled drunk gay guy. Yes. There you go. Let's continue here uh, and actually talk to Daryl. Oh, wait, we already took Daryl. All right. Daryl, we got Daryl, we talked to him. All right. How about George listening in Kansas? (laughs) George, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I just want to say, I think religion could have been a good idea way back when the earth was flat. Before people with power took it over, then we started wars with infidels. I think that uh, religion is kind of this community thing that will draw people together. And you do need these, especially in agrarian cultures where people would spend most of their days, uh, day in and day out on the farm. They didn't get a chance to go see other people other than the ones that, say, lived right next door. You needed excuses for these people to get out on a weekly basis so that they could marry off their young folks to other people and and propagate the species. Um, But, you know, that's a civic organization. Yeah, I I kind of... like you, Mark, I can appreciate the communal aspects of religion and organized religion. Of well, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. th- that th- I don't really like the top-down approach of anything, including religion. But I do like the the aspect that Mark pointed out that it still is a place where a lot of people do gather, and there are certain community things that are discussed as just a you know natural course of events, and um, so that it does have some value within a community. I just don't like the fact that they're teaching such a uh, geez, such a crazy sort of ide- uh, you know just ideology and and just idol worship of yeah it's know, really it's really a dangerous three different gods which <laughs> it's like Jesus the holy ghost and and oh. god himself well which one is it i mean you've really opened up a can of worms now with the trinity thing <laughs> yeah i know i had to <laughs> uh, hey uh, any other thoughts you want to share tonight um yeah i always like to compare god with santa claus for adults sort of Thanks for the call tonight. Yeah, appreciate yeah. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Except it's a lot easier to prove that Santa Claus doesn't exist. He doesn't, he doesn't come down that chimney. He doesn't come in. That's He's actually, a magic Santa Claus, and you can't see him. He's invisible. Yeah. The presents are there in the morning. Come yeah. on. Jeez, heretic. Let's continue with your calls and your thoughts. We'll go to Brian, listening in Virginia to WTAR. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, um, I'm a I'm a recent listener, first time caller, Welcome, and sir. I've been uh, listening on the air tonight. And there's been some discussion about um, uh, religion and politics, and do they mix? 
Um, and uh, to that, um, I, I, you know, I see I see a lot of this, uh, you know, this this hard driving, you know, Christian right in politics, and I it has a place in the United States. The United States was founded on on, on Christian Judeo values, but um, does it need to interfere with our political system? No. See that a lot, especially when it comes to uh, where it interferes with science and scientific policy in the United States, where it has absolutely no place and no value. But you see it everywhere. I mean, uh, Judeo-Christian values. It has to do with uh, you know gambling, prostitution, the use of drugs. I mean, just about at, uh, the, the caring for the poor, uh, waging war against the infidel. Religion and people's religions uh, per- are pervasive in American politics. It's not just uh, you know stem cell research. Well, I think getting rid of Politics would be a nice start, don't you? There we go. It's it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's never going to go away. No one's disputing that. Well, religion's never going to go away, but what about politics? Can we get rid of that? Would you agree on that? No, politics are never going to go away either. Everybody's always going to try to get the sweeter end of the deal, and that's the basis for More coming up. You want to stick around more on the way if we talk live. I can truthfully say that VerbalSurgery.com, best daggum podcast I've ever learned to change my neurology right now. Feeling good, feeling better about myself right now. VerbalSurgery.com gets inside of my brain, massages those sweet old brain lobes inside of my head. Feeling better right now. Even now I feel better and I want to go and listen to some VerbalSurgery.com right now. Go do it, baby. Feeling good. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there free. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners. That uh, includes dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine, shrine.freetalklive.com. Don't miss the Sacral CAI Fun Compound at Porkfest 2011. You can get your drink on and play some cornhole. They have a cornhole game there. The Fun Compound will be the home of Fixed Brewing. You can get your uh, customized limited edition Porkfest commemorative beer mug. Oh, sweet. Fill it with a tasty beverage. Try the sticky porcupine or the Molotov Hefe or even the gluten-free. Also featuring the Agoris Drinking Fountain. Wake yourself up with a spicy Bloody Mary. Chill out with an ice-cold glass of Atlas Chugged or Liberty. Get your lady where she's trying to go every time with a tall El Osborne. Located across from the outdoor stage, the Fun Compound will be the place to party at Porkfest 2011. Sacral CAI Fun Compound. They've got liquor in the front and cornhole in the rear. Wow. And, and he said right across from the acoustic stage, the new stage in Agora Valley, the uh, Der Schles's Magical Mystery Tour. So... Be sure to check that out. <laughs> this so there'll be more than one musical stage. There's three stages. Oh, there's, cool. there's the jazz hall, the main pavilion, the freaking pavilion actually is what that one's called. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and then the uh, the uh, acoustic stage, which is right across from Osborne's site and next to the. More details at porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Not too late to get registered. You can even show up the day of. I think registration is probably going to be a little more expensive if you, if you just walk up. Uh, but if you are the procrastinating type or the type who does not want your name on a list, you can just show up at Porkfest 
Uh, but please go ahead and register. It gives people an idea of what to expect and what to plan for and that sort of thing. So porkfest.com. Uh, you can use our discount code Free Talk Live with no spaces to save 20%. I think we saw Brian with us listening in Virginia to WTAR. Brian, are you still there? Brian? Uh, we were talking about the religion and politics. And uh, no, I don't think that uh, either one's ever going to go away. But um, I, I, I do see my, my whole deal is I, I really love science, and I think science is a big place in the United States. But every time there's a big scientific report that goes through Washington, um, it gets edited by whatever administration is in office. And that's not right. Do you see you why know? science shouldn't be handled by the government then? Yes. It, it's, it's science, should be, science belongs to scientists. It does not belong to politicians. And, free will, not belong to to, to, and free will belongs to individuals. And this is, I guess, what we were sort of uh, you know, wondering about. You said that there will always be politics, and I wonder whether this is true. I mean, things have changed so fundamentally from the agrarian culture as things existed, but we still have essentially the same government organization. Now, instead of the Lord being able to tell everybody what to do, we have everybody's the Lord, and they can tell everybody else what to do, and they, they elect these representatives that act like the lords, and essentially well, I, the the, think... the the serfs get to elect the king every uh, four years. And I don't know whether I think that I do think in the next few hundred years you're going to see a fundamental shift because government has no customer service mechanism. Their customer service mechanism no. is cut, cut your head off so you shut up. Yeah, that's 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 true. Um, I, I think I think the roots of government um, have to do with the the roots of. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, unavailability um, uh, of, of resources, Land you know, back. struggling to survive. And, and that's another thing is, so, is you're liable to see in, in your lifetime, you're liable to see an unlimited resource. You're, under, you're liable to so, see energy so produced these, these, out of nothing. You're liable to see a machine. At this point, I saw in the Colbert report last night, they put one of these printers out that made a little statue of Colbert's a head. 3D printing. Oh, 3D printing's cool. Right, at this, cool. It's cool, right? But this, at this point, you're seeing things being manufactured from a little machine, a little printer that they sell printers at uh, at Staples for fifty bucks. I don't yeah, know what they're going to sell these that printers I, at. That idealized world where technology solves all of our problems, it, it, you know, technology can uh, can solve all these technical problems and make politics a little bit irrelevant. But the problem is, is technology can't immediately overcome politics. You know? No, well, technology is going to insert itself in between technology as much as it can. Technology can't solve all of our problems. It can I don't only think anything can. No, well, I mean, the, the, because without uh, love and compassion, you, uh, you can't solve any significant problems. Technology can overcome certain issues that are certainly very useful and good to have it around. But without uh, love, then technology will go in a direction of destruction, and uh, then go. technology will become a problem. So and there's so, that aspect. But I think that uh, politics can be eliminated. I think government can be eliminated. And if we actually do have a success at eliminating this coercive monopoly uh, from our lives, then in that case, religions will become less dangerous. Because without religion uh, being able to people, those who are religious, without them being able to grab a hold of the reins of power and wield that over the other individuals in their society, then that limits their ability to control. And so, therefore, they would only be able to attempt to brainwash and influence through the power of their words rather than I, I, the power I of the gun. Of, I, I tell you, I dream of the day. 
you know, I, I do that. Well, if we're, you... we're reason minds, where reason minds prevail over over those of, of, of narrow mindedness. If you, you know? dream of that day, uh, then and you love the ideas of liberty, then you owe it to yourself to look at the Free State Project. Uh, I know you said you're new to the, the program. FreeStateProject.org is where you'll want to go if you love the ideas of human freedom. And because uh, we've got a, a pretty big dream, too. And that's why we made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival is coming up here in another week and a half, which, of course, will be a great example of people acting on their own volition without having some coercive government around telling them what to do. And it all ends up working out pretty well. Thanks for the call tonight, man. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue with Bumper Jack calling from Texas, listening on XM's America's Talk. Hello, Bumper Jack. Hey, man. Hey. Uh, first time car. I think the show is pretty neat. Um, listen to a few of your topics there. I was commenting on about the young marriages over across the sea, the EMI and places like that. Yeah, possibly marry, apparently marrying uh, five-year-olds together and such. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I kind of agree with the caller, Cody, you know, about government intervening and stuff. But the only thing about that is the uh, what they actually do, those young girls, you know, the sacrifices they have to do and endure. And it's kind of like a slave thing there, you know. Oh, they yeah. mutilate them. They mutilate them. They do things I can't mention, you know, I guess, you know, I'm talking about to their bodies. Mm-hmm. Well, are you talking about female birth. circumcision? Yeah. Yes. This yeah, doesn't occur yeah, in yeah. India. There's there's all kinds of different... We're, well, you mentioned Vietnam. We're, we're, we're well, mixing this all together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just using an example for, you know, some countries do that with the young brides and stuff there. And that's true. I think that's, that's a little bit... It's a little bit much there. Oh, yeah, it's not good. No, that's crazy. Uh, female circumcision is even more sick than, than male, and uh, they're both mutilation. And um, I was wanting to get a little bit, how can I go about getting more information about uh, the Porcupine Festival? Uh, yeah, no problem. You can go to porcfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Are you a professional driver? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a hot day over here going out to El Paso, man. <laughs> yeah, go on over to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. It happens once a year up in the woods of northern New Hampshire. It's a bunch of liberty-minded folks gathered together, everything from voluntarists to uh, minarchists, uh, everything from political activists to civil disobedience, and all kinds of fun times will be had. And I highly recommend if you can make it out this year, if even if it's just for a couple days, come on up and uh, and check it out. It's a, it's a good time. Hey, great, man. Uh, once again, a good day. Uh, Bumper Jack, we're losing you, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. And the number, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Captain Ned, listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Captain Ned. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, very entertaining show tonight. Thank you, sir. I got a quick two-parter. I'd like to uh, say why Thomas Jefferson Dance Party was a rousing success. But first, uh, I got to congratulate you guys on letting the anti-gay guy make his points in the spirit of free talk. You, you mean the shouting, and... frothing anti-gay guy? Yeah, or the yeah, more was... sense, or the more the, the one that was anti-gay, but it was a little bit more, I don't know, communicable? Somebody who could actually communicate? Well, the frothing, shouting guy. I mean, you guys, you guys really played him well, and uh, let him, you let him go. But anyway, I'd like to say I, I believe it's firmly nature versus nurture, and I'll give you an example from the fish family. Uh, everybody's heard of grouper. They're born one sex, and they gradually turn to another sex. You can look it up and uh, verify it for yourself. So if you've been in Florida, you've eaten a transgendered fish sandwich. Good chance of it. <laughs> I love being a trans. Good transgender. Yeah, I'm Especially bre- blackened. That's the way I like my transgender oh, oh. fish. Yeah. I know you had something else, so stick with us here. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 
For the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, coming up here shortly, 800-259-9231. Maybe enough time for you and your thoughts. If you get on the lines right now, 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. So you've got bitcoins. We've been talking about them here on the show. Lots of people have been buying them recently. The popularity has been surging. But what can you do with them? Well, you can spend them. And you can spend them on all your everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your bitcoins. Why have bitcoins if you can't spend them? So spend them if you've got them. That's FTL, as in freetalklive.spendbitcoins.com. ftl.spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. Maybe if you dial in now at 800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Although tomorrow night, it shall not be Ian and Mark. Although normally it is on Fridays and Saturdays, we will not be here. But that doesn't mean you will be without live Free Talk Live programming because we've got great co-hosts who will come in and do the show uh, without us being here. So tomorrow night, you'll, uh, Friday night, you're going to hear Stephanie from Pork Therapy fame, also the host of She Talk Live, which you hear occasionally on Sunday nights on our internet-only edition of this program. Uh, Stephanie's going to be here with Michelle Seven, who is always here on Friday nights. And then Saturday night, Gardner Goldsmith from LibertyConspiracy.com will be in the studio as well as Julia. So uh, we'll continue with live programming even in our absence. We're going to the New Media Seminar in New York City. Where's the uh, rope? We will be uh, schmoozing it up with the talk radio bigwigs. And, yeah, that's it's business. We've got to do what we got to do. It's kind of a who's who of, uh, of the talk radio business. Do you look forward to the New Media Seminar in any way? I, I do. I enjoy going there. I like the talk radio people. I like going. Uh, I don't like going away from home. So I'm kind of torn in that aspect. I would rather just stay at home. Well, it's nice in New Hampshire. I like it in New Hampshire. I don't like leaving New Hampshire. I, mean, I don't know that, about New Hampshire specifically. Home is what I mean. I mean, you know, it's that New Hampshire is my home. Yeah. And uh, if and I, I like went to here. a if I went to a convention in Portsmouth, I, it would be shorter. That would be preferable. But I would still be away from home. I like that we don't have to fly to go to New York City yeah. now, whereas we did when we were in Florida. So as long as we're putting aside for the drive there, we might as well be flying. What do we got? To, we're leaving at five. Uh, we yeah, we're be getting there up early. We're getting up early tomorrow. So uh, the things we do for this show. Uh, but you're going to be giving a speech and. And it's all because of the Free Talk Live amplifiers. Listeners like you getting behind the show uh, with three bucks a month over at amp.freetalklive.com. You're the ones that are sending us to this uh, this convention because without uh, without the AMP program, it would be, it would be hard to justify it because we're putting it down at least a grand to go and do this. The hotel room's like at least two hundred, if not three hundred dollars for a night. Uh, the the tickets are like two hundred, excuse me, four hundred bucks a pop. I think we got wow. them at the early bird price of three hundred a pop though. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's that, and then all the gas and the time that's uh, spent in. But we've got to do it because we need to be seen by the people in the business as uh, being serious about this business, and so that's why we're going to go there. Uh, so continue though; you'll uh, continue to get live free talk, live content, even while we're not here. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue with your calls and thoughts, Captain Ned, I believe, is still with us in Florida. Captain Ned, you're back on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hey guys, thanks for having me back for part two. Sure. Uh, Jason, Adam, and Ed and the other dancers at Thomas Jefferson Monument have now turned Jefferson's Monument into a proving ground for liberty, much like the storied Bonneville Salt Flats. So it's going to be run what you brung. Every time is going to be a different thing. And July 4th, the only thing that was missing the last one was 5,000 people and about 500 bikers. 
It was the 500 bikers turned into a, the true snake on the Gadsden flag. It's a fluid dynamic exercise. What you're referring so every- to for our listeners that are unaware is the uh, Jefferson dance party, the D.C. dance party that went on over the weekend. I, I presume not everybody knows about this because I doubt it got huge nationwide coverage. Uh, but uh, do- dozens of people came into the Jefferson Memorial to dance uh, in direct defiance of a man in a robe who declared that it was illegal to do things like dance and speechify and uh, do anything that might perhaps draw attention uh, perhaps draw a crowd and hundreds of came, uh, hundreds of people came to support those who were dancing those dozens who were dancing and the police left them all alone for about 15 minutes uh, until they finally did decide to shut down the entire memorial and this is an improvement over the, the week prior where the police arrested five people for dancing when it was only five people that were dancing it was a much smaller event the week prior to so so they, they really made a great advancement. They really made a, uh, a good stand for liberty. It wasn't a total win across the board, but they're coming back. As you mentioned, July 4th, there is going to be yet another dance party in D.C. and in other places around the country, but specifically there at the, the Jefferson Memorial. And uh, I think that's great news. Absolutely. And all you young co-ed ballerinas, man, reach out to the Vietnam vet bikers and link <laughs> these generations and, and tell them, hey, man, we need you guys to support us. We're going to be dancing. We need you guys to just show up because I doubt the fresh pay, uh, fresh-faced park police are going to be slamming too many of the boys to the ground. So thank you, guys. The bikers. Be, yeah. Thanks, Captain Ned. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And bikers are very uh, liberty-oriented crowd as well as professional drivers. I don't like those helmet laws. Well, up here in New Hampshire, they don't have to worry about that. that but yeah, in a lot of places, that's uh, that's certainly an issue. But yeah, bikers are just generally very liberty-oriented people, and so it's a great constituency. Sure, so. and that's all about being on the open road by yourself and and being in control of your own, you know, your own mode of transportation. Uh, coming from Milwaukee, I grew up around a lot of bikers, and some of my family members were into that as well with the Harley Davidson. I had uh, uncle worked for Harley, so naturally, it was a big part of the family that I grew up in. And I don't know if that contributed to my own independence, but it was sort of being independent, doing your own thing is definitely something that uh, is celebrated. Toll free number here tonight for you, 800-259-9231 to Dan listening in New York to XM's America's Talk. Hello, Dan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, I like the forum you guys have. It's really great. Uh, I've been listening to you for some time here. Thanks. And, uh, Really enjoy it. It's really, really uh, the way you open up the microphones, everyone. It's it's fabulous to do that. Yes, even the uh, bigoted jerks uh, who called in earlier tonight. You you probably haven't heard that particular uh, call yet. It's coming up because XM's a couple hours delayed. But go ahead with your thoughts. Okay. Well, you're talking about the age uh, of these girls getting married. You know, it was very common. Uh, say maybe 200 years ago, uh, my grandmother, a great grandmother, was married at 12 years old. Mm. This is and actually uh, Loretta Lynn is a really great example of this. She yeah. was an yeah. Appalachian coal miner's daughter. I think she was married at 12 oh. years old to a 22 year old man. And my mother, my mother was 15. My mother was 15 when she was married. Uh, you know, if you look back in history, I'm a historian buff. Uh, I like to read quite a bit of history. And uh, Thomas Jefferson, back in his time, at, in 1802, the age of consent. What would you think that would be in Virginia? I oh, wouldn't even guess. hazard a guess. I you know, ten, in, ten years old. Ten years old. Ten. Ten, year, ten years old in oh Virginia goodness. in 1802. Now, in 1802, yep. the age the age of consent was ten years old. Now, now, is that consent he, to marry or consent to have sex? I mean, they well, wouldn't even have something that, like that, right? That 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 uh, is left open. I don't. 
that I don't know. Okay. But I know the but uh, you know when a girl was 18 years old back 150 200 years ago she was an old maid. Yeah. Uh, most most girls had their third child by the time they were 15 16 years old they were already there and they you know it was very very common that's what I'm trying to relate to you that, Sure. Sure, and and you know what one of the th- one of the big factors in the the change over the years has been this kind of childification push that some people this kick that some people are on the idea that well the children should be children as long as they possibly right, can right, right. and they take them they, they try to coddle them and protect them and make it so they can't work they can't get a job they can't take right, on any responsibility. And, right, right. Well, th- let me tell you, if you, like I say, you 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 could check me out on it. Go back in history, and you can look. Thomas Jefferson had sex with, with uh, I mean, he, today, he would be considered a pedophile, Thomas Jefferson, our third president, because he had relations with girls under the age of 18. Yep. That's a known fact. You're absolutely spot on. And by the way, the term pedophile, of course, is completely inaccurate to describe that. Uh, pedophiles are people exactly. who love children, and a teenage girl is not a child in my mind. Uh, anybody that's gone well, beyond puberty. What they want to do is uh, demonize and label people. You know, you know how that goes with with the government or any kind of uh, authority figure. They want to demonize people, but uh, but that that goes. You go back and in history and look at that, and right. and most of the girls were not not even uh, fifteen years old. Well, one of the other things you can go back and look at again to back up what you're saying here is if you look at the the old tests from like the 1800s that kids had to take in school back then, they were crazy. They were crazy difficult. Like, I couldn't imagine taking these tests. And so the government school system has essentially dumbed people down and has been part of this whole childification thing. You probably had 10-year-olds back then who were smarter and more experienced than 18-year-olds are today. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But uh, if you if you do a, a, a check on it, I don't know if you can Google it or what, but the age of consent was 10 years old in 1802, around Thomas Jefferson's uh, presidency. Dan, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Just think about all of the 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 productivity that we could have in this country if young people were actually encouraged to find the, what they love to do and go and do it rather than sitting in these government indoctrination camps for 13 years of their I lives. I had a job after school from the age of 12. Now, it was illegal for me to work at that time and get paid, so I actually got paid. It was a comic book store, and I, I loved comic books, and I was into comic books, and I got paid in comic books. But I worked, and it taught me so much more. I learned more at the job than I did at the high school I learned to get uh, get to work on time. I learned to, well, you know, treat how to treat people as customers. I learned all kinds of good things at work. And you don't feel like you were taken advantage of, right? right? That's the idea. The idea that I was, uh, you know, my my arm was going to be cut off in some kind of comic book making machine or something. <laughs> All right, we're out of time for tonight, but we'll be back. Well, at least we, as in the show Free Talk Live, will uh, return tomorrow. Uh, Mark and I can go into New York City, so we'll see you. Mark and I will be back on Monday night, but the show goes on, so stay tuned. More tomorrow night and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. The following edition of the Edgington Post interview series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live AMP program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as 3 bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. And here's Mark. All right, it's another edition of the Edgington Post, and I have with me probably, I, I don't know, you're quite a repeat offender here, Pasha. Um, hello, Pasha? 
Yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, um, this is Pasha Roberts from the Silver Circle movie. Now, glad, to have, glad to be back. D- d- very good. I'm glad that you. I'm gl- glad that you had time to uh, do an interview here, and I appreciate you uh, taking a little time for us. Um, you guys are having an event at Porkfest that I want to talk about, but first we have to lay the foundation here. Silver Circle is what? Silver Circle is a feature length movie theater movie that's coming out. Um, we're actually aiming to finish it this fall to get it to, into. Um, into Sundance, uh, and uh, we're going to submit it to South by Southwest as well. But it's a animated uh, thriller romance about uh, rebels fighting the Federal Reserve in 2019. So we're just trying to make all the stuff that everybody's talking about into a really cool story with car chases and romance, and a really and a really hot polygon. Yeah, she's a really um, hot rebel leader, and then basically there's a um, investigator for the Federal Reserve chasing her down. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens from there. But, um, but that's the basis of it. But we've got a lot of things going on around the movie. We, we have a comic book online. Uh, we have um, all kinds of events. Uh, Talk right into the receiver, Pasha. I kind of missed you there. So sorry. So, yeah, so we just have a lot going on around the movie. Um, you have a comic book online. We mm-hmm. have um, you know, all kinds of events going on. We have an online store now. There's a little of everything going on, uh, and we'll be very active at Porkfest. Now, um, there's going to be a screening of some sort at Porkfest, is that right? Yes, we're hard at work uh, trying to get that thing ready, but is... it's, it's really, we're really excited. It's We've seen the, the full movie is, is animated, so these things happen in stages. Um, right. And, uh, you know, so I, we've seen the, the whole movie a few times through now with very rough animation. So if you're an animator, you'll think it's really cool. But... Um, these are the first, going to be the first almost fully finished scenes um, that are rendered properly instead of in very low poly mode. Um, and so these are going to look really cool. Um, so I won't reveal too much, but it'll be like a um, a really interesting scene of the underground base that we're going to be showing, as well as possibly some trailer work. So uh, we're putting that together frantically right now. There's a long way to go. So how long do you think that scene's going to be? I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I'm guessing it's going to be five minutes, something like that. Uh, just enough to the trailer, and then you know a lot of hoopla around it. Yeah, just enough to wet the whistle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's really exciting for us because we can actually get to see what the actual quality is going to be like, and then all the lip sync and all the audio there, that kind of a thing. It's going to be um, be exciting. So. And you'll be you, you yourself will be at Porkfest. Oh yeah, I'll be there the whole time. Now, um, what about this? We're going to this... be on uh, Agrest Alley also. Oh, are you? Are you guys selling stuff? Yeah, I think we'll be hanging out, and um, I think we're going to have a uh, zombie rest area when the zombie thing is going on. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a little of everything that we'll be doing, but we'll just be generally involved. I think we're going to be giving some silver to the best costume at the big gay dance party. Awesome. That kind of a thing. Ian's got a big gold uh, pimp hat for the... Uh... For the big gay dance party, it should be funny. Funny to see. The whole thing. should be quite a bit of uh, action around that. Now, um, you've got some event going on in the evening at Porkfest um, that I that we've, we've been talking about on air a couple of times that I want to just kind of get it cleared up as to what it, what it might be. And is it a FRN burning party? It, it is. Um, basically, um, well, um, you know, they had a last-minute fundraising pitch, and... Uh, Rather than just doing the usual thing, I said, "What can we? What can we do that would be, you know, relevant to the movie and 
fun? You know, what would entertain me if I'm going to give them more money than, you know, what would be fun for me in this? And so we figure, you know, there's, there's this, this movie is about nothing if not fire between the, um, you know, the, the fires that make the coins inside the refinery and there's explosions and uh, there's more I can't even reveal. Um, but the, uh, so we decided to sponsor the various fire pit things so it's not too, you know, obnoxious, um, but it's still a, you know, a silver circle fire pit. And on Sunday, on Friday night, we're going to have the uh, Federal Reserve Note burning um, festival or ceremony. Um, you know, you, you know, we're not encouraging people actually burn their real dollars unless they really want to, but we, we bought a bunch of fake money at iParty and, um, you know, and basically just to symbolize uh, fiat currency and um, its intrinsic value and what happens when it's in contact with fire. <laughs> now... The um, so if as I understand it, burning actual Federal Reserve notes is uh, some kind of crime. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it's illegal to deface um, currency. So, so there is that. Um, but you wouldn't want to disrespect it. Yeah, <laughs> we certainly disrespect it plenty in the movie, but uh, <laughs> but um, there might be some. Um, not sure if it's totally. I'm, I'm not a lawyer here, so I'm not sure. You know, if you're just if you're destroying your own currency and you'll never see it again, is that a, a problem? Um, I'm not sure, uh, but I'm sure there's plenty of people that feel like they know. But well, I'm sure there'll be some people that will burn real Federal Reserve notes and hope that it's illegal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I suspect um, that's what's going on. You know, that's certainly uh, there'll there'll be fire there and there'll be dollars there. So, and if you throw silver in there, it won't burn. That much is uh, true. Was, uh, just another good uh, good reason to uh, now, uh, carry silver instead of dollars. You're, uh, so we, we will have our, our actual silver money there, as well as many other silvers will be running around. And you know, I, I expect that will be a common form of currency there. Now, your marketing wonderkind, uh, Megan Duffield, she's going to show up and uh, have uh, lots of stuff, silver circle stuff for sale. Yep, we'll have. Um, I think we'll have you know t-shirts, bumper stickers, silver. Um, that kind of thing. Um, we're also trying out, you know, we have our uh, and the Fed t-shirts and bumper stickers, and then we're trying out one, too, that it sort of came from a joke that some of the actors have. There's like a taser situation inside the movie. Uh-huh. There's a couple of them, actually. And just the actors started joking around, and one of them started saying, you know, bitch, why'd you tase me? You know, yeah, bitch, why'd you tase me? And that we just started saying that all over the place, and that... Um, into a bumper sticker. Yeah, so. I saw it on the. Uh, I actually went to the store and took a look, and um, I, I, at first I thought it was a, a, a T-shirt, but it turned out it was a b- bumper sticker. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just was something we got from joking around. And uh, um, so, anyway. what are some of the other events you're going to be hitting uh, throughout the year? Um, the last, you guys were at uh, Freedom Fest uh, in the past. We'll be at Freedom Fest. Um, we are going to be at New York Comic Con, uh, which is one of the really big comic yeah. conventions. Yeah. Uh, I know you're a comic fan, and um, what other what other things are going on? Uh, we're gonna um, we're thinking of going to that New York Liberty Festival. Um, there's uh, yep, the one down in Central Park. Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, but we kind of split our time between Liberty and Precious Metal and comic um, events. Events makes sense. Um, so, but we um, but most of the comic conventions have worked really well for us, and. Uh, that's a um, definitely a uh, 
a, a really fun place, and it's really different from normal libertarian types of things. Cool. So, and then, you know, of course, when we win Sundance, you know, we'll be down there in January. So. <laughs> well, I hope you do win Sundance, but just being there is a win. Yeah, yeah. So, but we'll probably repeat South by Southwest. Um, you know, there's, a, I think there's a um, New England comic convention in Boston in September. Yep. A lot of things like that. We uh, are on the waiting list for San Diego. We're on the waiting list for Dragon Con in Atlanta. Um, we're we're going to be at a little local comic convention in Stanford. Talk right in the phone, Pasha. Sure. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> um, and we'll be at a, another, a little local one in, uh, in Stanford, Connecticut. It sounds like you've got something to do at least every month. Yeah, it's um, there's plenty going on. Yeah. So, um, but you know, as it gets more, more mature and more finished, they'll be will be showing up more and more. But one of the coolest ones is um, the uh, Silver Summit in uh, Spokane, and uh, that has uh, you know that's right in the center of the original Silver Silver Territory, and um, it's just um, silver mines and silver producers and everybody who loves silver is there. Uh, and we're looking forward to showing there. It's uh, uh, Kiko is there last time with this giant display of 100-ounce silver bars. Good Lord. Um, you know, with guards all around it and everything. But, um, you know, but they had, I forget, it was like $500,000 $500, worth of silver, I think, just stacked up in the shape of a sphinx last year. I don't know what it will be this year. So um, that's, that's the metal world. I guess that's just to show that, uh, that they've got it in stock and ready to deliver if they have to. Yeah, I suppose if you wanted to get, you know, grab one, they wouldn't necessarily let you just take it from there unless it was the very end. But. Well, they put a lot of time putting it together. They've got, they'll sell you. I'm sure they've got some hundred ounce bars to sell you somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure they're right under the table. So. <laughs> All right. Well, Pasha Roberts, thank you very much for your time, and I'll see you at Porkfest. Excellent. I look forward to seeing you there, Mark. Thanks.